The veteran guy in up there, man. I wish you the best wow. of luck, though. You have a beautiful career and a beautiful life, baby. Stop lying. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, what we have in this world is a problem. Hello, welcome to the Bad Boy World Champion PGA Tour. I'm your host for the day, Mace Gumble. With this last birdie right here, Puffy Woods win the champion from the three-time champion, Fuzzy Bad Feet. Silence, audience. I think his pants are a little too tight, and he really has a wedgie. <laughs> He's stubborn. One single simulcast. Now, who's hot, who not? Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores? You tell me who flop, who pop the blue drop, who jewel drop, drop, who mostly go shit down to the blue drop. The same old pimp, mace, you know ain't nothing changed but my limp. Can't stop till I see my name on the blimp. Guarantee me yourself, call a level up. You don't believe in Harlem world, nigga, double up. We don't play around, it's a bet, lay it down. Niggas didn't know me 91, bet they know me now. I'm the young Harlem nigga with the Goldie sound. Can't no PG, niggas hold me down. Cooler, school me to the game, now I know my duty. Stay humble, stay low, blow like booty. True pimp, niggas, spin no dough on the booty. When yell, they go mace, there go your cutie.
Yo, what's going on, fellas? What up? Is your voice always that deep? <laughs> uh, be honest with you, no, it it, it varies uh, a bit. Today's one of those sexy deep voice days for some reason. I feel like you've been upgrading, like you've been like, what's up, fellas? Hey, no, 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 wait. <laughs> what's up, fellas? No, 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 fuck that shit. <laughs> well, it's funny, Aaron, Aaron likes to joke that I have a uh, black NPR voice. <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh, I, oops, shit. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to work that out somehow. Blacken it up. <laughs> blacken it up for uh, blacken it up. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, I don't sound staticky or anything, right? Because I'm always the last person to know when I sound staticky. No, you're clean. Okay, yeah, cool. Hold on one second. Yes, kid, awesome. So you didn't help out with the chores. I literally just asked you if you helped out with the chores, and you said yes, and then you're not, you're like, I just got to help out with the chores. I said I did help out with the chores. We don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> How old is he? Seven. This yeah, is man. first, like, on his chore list now is help out with the chores, and so he's like, me helping out with the chores is, quit hitting stuff, fool. Him helping out with chores is not really helping out with chores at all. I was there. Pretty much. I mean, it's like, what can I do to get out of doing what I'm supposed to be doing sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, y'all got the show notes and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I think we should really talk about Brie first. I do. Right. I-, I was trying to keep it as light and as funny as possible for the rest of the summer. Um, but that's big. All right, hold on. Which one is Brie? No, I didn't even put it in the show notes. I'm talking about Brie uh, climbing the the pole out there in South Carolina to take the flag down. Okay, look that up. One second. Yeah, um, she climbed the uh, flagpole out out in South Carolina to take in front of the state house to take the uh, the Confederate flag down, and they arrested her, and then put the flag right back up. Because they are having a uh, white supremacist rally at like 11 o'clock and they didn't want to ruin anything. All right, well, you got to be fair, I'm saying. Yeah, you know, the white folks need their flag, you know, it's... Yeah. I'm really trying to figure out a way to say that with humor. I really can't. It's like, okay, just a few days ago, y'all were like, okay, we came to the decision that after 400 years, this flag might be a little bit fucked up. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why you hear all the time guys on Prime talking about how they, the show gets broken off of shit like this. They they want to be happy, but they just can't. There's, there's no there's no comedic swing available. <laughs> I'm trying because you got to see humor and stuff. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy. You know, so they were like yesterday. It's like um, yesterday we was cool. It was all good just a week ago. Last week, it was like we could take down the flag. Now I take down the flag. And you're like, wait. Wait, wait. See, when I said you could take down the flag, see what had happened was I got some cousins coming over from the clan. No, not Wu Tang. 
And um, they're going to need that flag uh, for at least their show so they can take pictures and stuff. I'm, I'm saying, after they leave, you can take it down. We'll be cool after they leave. But while they're here, if you can know your place... <laughs> Just for a second, I'm not. I'm not oh, saying they had, I they had a black officer arrest her too. Yes, yes. Just I'm just impressed that there's a black woman with full climbing gear and a helmet is available. <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't it, happen either. Then they had a black officer put the flag back up too. No, yes. no. I I'm think leaving. they did. Yes. No. They were like, "Look, brother. Look, buddy. <laughs> What's your name? Tyrone. Lorenzo." <laughs> Uh, Zoe, can I call you Zoe? Oh, your name's Albert. Well, anyway, Zoe, um, <laughs> could you put that flag back up there for us, buddy? Just climb up there like the monkey you are. Nigga, what? No, what? No. I, I'd have to call him sick or some shit. <laughs> we, you hear it on the radio. You hear it on the radio. We got a we got a black woman climbing up the, the flag, the flagpole, taking down the Confederate flag. We need all people to... Converge on her immediately, and you immediately swerve off the road and crash. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I would have helped out with that, but uh, I just got a bachyotomy, and um, I'm unable to f- clap, climb flagpoles. And you know, I, I got some black power in my eye. Can't help. Can't but yeah, man, nah, she got arrested for that. Uh, after removing the Confederate flag from its lofty perch, and I'm actually reading this on Fusion.net. Um, and now people are tweeting hashtag Free Bree to show their support. Uh, the woman, identified as Bree Newsom by nationally prominent activist and educator DeRay McKesson, scaled the 30-foot flagpole to remove the flag just before dawn, the Associated Press reports. Newsom, who was black... And the man who who assisted her, James Ian Dyson, were arrested by police, taken to a detention center, and charged with defacing a monument, according to The Guardian. Within hours of removing the flag, Newsom was flooded with support on social media. Twitter users shared photos of her along with the hashtag FreeBreeze, which became the top trending topic in the United States at around 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bree Newsom and James Ian Dyson removed the Confederate flag from the South Carolina State House grounds on behalf of a group of self-described concerned citizens. In an email statement to Fusion, the group writes, We are regular human beings, daughters, sons, mothers, fathers, Carolinians, Carolinians, Carol- I don't I don't know, I'm from California. Um, Carol Carolinians, yeah, Carolinians, educators, and activists, both black and white, who believe in the fundamental idea of humanity. The flag removed is one of the most familiar remnants of white supremacy that supports the idea that there is still a reigning group of individuals who control our freedom while tacitly supporting white Americans when they commit heinous and racially charged hate crimes against blacks and people of color. Which, to me, I just wanted to put this out there, and all hate mail, as always, can be sent to singlesimulcast at gmail.com. Blacks and people of color sounds like a really kick-ass band. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is dope. <laughs> I'm black, and these are people of color. <laughs> Come together. <laughs> uh, who's playing bass? Oh, you know, Jimmy's on the bass. <laughs> you always got Jimmy on the base. Oh shit! We These t- pictures are agitating me though. <laughs> like, 
if I'm going to climb a 30-foot flagpole, I need an HD camera there. I need HD footage. <laughs> they so got hopefully, an iPad one with horrible grainy pictures. Yeah, hopefully she has somebody on the side with the great quality pictures and stuff. <laughs> hey, 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 call that, call that dude, that dude who did the glamour shots for grandma last year. Call him up. <laughs> yeah, tell him to turn, turn it horizontal. Be a professional, man. Get that. Yeah, I need I, all that. Get out of here with your Nokia. <laughs> <laughs> I need a package deal and everything. Matter of fact, hey, homie, remember that GoPro? Remember that that GoPro you got? Let me get that real quick. <laughs> yeah, y'all you get the sense you. that you get the sense that they were actually like on their way to climb to do some climbing and pass the flag, and she was just like, "Fuck it, let me just grab this real quick." Because <laughs> yeah, this it's it's always interesting when uh when uh you know while everybody's debating and this this isn't hard it's either you take it down or you don't and i mean I, I, you have to think that brie knew that she was going to get arrested and, oh, yeah. and everything was going to come behind it but at some point you gotta stop debating and actually do some shit exactly. this wasn't this wasn't that difficult a thing to figure out especially yeah. you know and I, and, I, and I tend to think that there are points where politicians really want to back some shit but they can't because of where they are and like if even if you didn't publicly come out against the flag, this was your opportunity. Like, uh, all right, we'll do it, just because even though you really want to, and even then, it was it was a a thing. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, I'm holding my red, black, and green American flag and raise that up and see what happens. I, I just you know want to point this out. Um, first of all, there is a donation site uh, to get. Uh, payments or to put money towards getting Brie uh, bail to get out of jail. Her and um, the dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me see. What is the dude's name? Because I got to stop. Um, <laughs> Ian? No, not Ian. Uh, James Ian Dyson. There's a GoFundMe to get them bail and to get them support for the court charges that are going to come because, as you know, uh, we get charged like $2 million. <laughs> For doing stuff while people who kill nine black people get charged a million bucks you know math um <laughs> i want to put that out there hashtag math m-a-f math niggas this summer um <laughs> the second thing i want to say is I, I i'm so thankful Bree. thank you for doing that i just want to point out and again hashtag summer of no fucks um i just want to point out that you have literally fucked off rock climbing for any black person ever if any of us go to the rock climbing walls at the uh gym or anything like that they're gonna be like what 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 are you training for what, Stupid. what are you what are you prepping for what what no no like after 9 11 they stopped letting uh Ar arabic americans take flight lessons black folks are now going to be banned from rock climbing walls because are you Training to climb a flag, what? Or a flagpole, what? We can't trust you, you black, dark, nigger, color, junkie. Get, get, get out! Get out! Get out! So, thank uh -huh. you, Bree. I think it's actually going to be it's a little bit the opposite. They're going to be like these uh, black rock climbing clubs in the north that travel south for uh, <laughs> for climbing trips. They just and run have, back up north. They're going to have a new uh, border patrol for. <laughs> If there's more than three people trying to cl climb a, a rock wall, they train it in Texas, Alabama, Georgia. Yeah, keep an eye out for them them people over there. Well, he's seven. Well, he could be a, a sleeper cell. You got to get him, too. All these black junkies. 
But yes, I am so happy, and 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 I'm actually concerned that it. What what amused me and concerned me was how the politicians were just like, oh. That flag's been racist to you guys? You don't say, hey, let's take it down. Come on. Come on. Let's take it down now. Yeah, no. It, it, they said that it was racist. Yeah, they just said it. They, they just They never said it before. They just, just a few seconds ago. Did you hear? Take that down. Come on. Bring it down. Fold it up real nice. Put it in the closet. Walmart's like, oh, word? That was racist? Hey, we ain't going to sell that no more, dog. Hey, hey. Some folks say that's racist. No, not the white ones. Yeah, those ones. The ones that we won't let into our store without calling cops to shoot them. They say it's racist. Yes, we're still allowed to shoot them in our store if they walk around carrying our products. Yes, but no, that can't be sold here anymore. No. No. And 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 Amazon, which sells fucking plutonium. I just want to put that out there. Amazon sells plutonium, dog. Like, you could go back to the future shopping yeah. at Amazon. They don't sell the flag anymore. You and, see the but, shirts they sell at Amazon? Nah. I tweeted yes. I, I tweeted a, a shirt out. There's, there's so much fucked up merchandise on Amazon that nobody really pays attention to. Um, when the whole thing came out about them not carrying the Confederate flag anymore, I tweeted a picture of a T-shirt that's still available, uh, and it read something to the effect of, everything I needed to learn about Islam, I learned on 9-11. Yeah. And, and, and the company's logo is, I think they call I think the company name is Jihadist or something crazy, and it's written in, um, in Arabic, but it's, it's anything but. So it's like, yeah. Did you read the comments? Oh, they were they were loving. It was yeah, yeah. It nothing was to do with the product itself. You know, usually you get like, oh, this is 100 percent cotton. It felt really good. It was soft. It was like fuck sand niggas. Blah, blah, blah. That was like yeah, it was a yeah. mess. I'm, I'm I'm such a fan of uh, the hypocrisy mm-hmm. that people put out, like businesses and everything. Um, I, I didn't. Well, here's the thing. While I didn't know about that, I'm not shocked. Because Amazon sells everything. Like for a while there, they were selling nooses and and t-shirts that say 12 is acceptable or she bleeds and all this kind of nasty stuff. Just crazy stuff. And until somebody points it out, they don't think it's a bad thing. And then once somebody points it out, it's like, oh, my God, really? We didn't even notice that. I am so grateful you were here to tell me that putting a shirt up saying we support Josh Duggar probably isn't the best idea. I can't remember what website it was because I did. And what they do is they get away with it by saying, like, you know, we don't really sell anything. We're a hub for other folks to sell things. Because I think, because I don't know if it was Etsy or there was another one of these websites that was, you know, somebody was crafting handmade swastika rings. And the website was didn't pay it any mind until folks were like, hey, you know, that you have swastikas on your site. Like, that, that might be a thing. And then the thing the manufacturer whoever was like, oh, I didn't realize this was actually a swastika when it was just. Literally, the only thing on the ring was a swastika. It was like hitting around other decorations and other shit. It was just a swastika on the ring. I didn't realize it was a swastika. I thought it was a burning cross. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I thought it was a spinning burning cross. I, I thought it was a pinwheel. I mean, come on. Come on. Pinwheel. <laughs> if you blow into the side of it, it makes one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, shit. Single simulcast episode one eighty eight. No, is it? 
No, we're 189 now. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How can I, I forget my own shit like that? Fat man, where are you when I need you, you evil? Wait, wait, <laughs> no. I just, wait, didn't I? Fuck. I, you know what? Real talk, for like two weeks, I had the numbers so messed up that I was just doing the same episode over and over again. And it is 189. <laughs> <laughs> 189. Oh, put that at the top of the show notes. I did. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Single simulcast episode 189. Rashani's in the building. Fat Man Wild's in the building. We just chopping it up with the fellas. Matter of fact, y'all know them. And if you don't know them, you need to get to know them. I am so pleased. This is going to be such a bang out episode. Um, first and foremost. We got Anthony from the Forget That Yo podcast. And tell him what's going on. Tell him something about the show. The floor is yours, man. Hey, what up? What up? It's the Black David Hasselhoff, a.k.a. Two Watches at a Time. So you know what time it is, a.k.a. Kling, King of the Block Button on Facebook. And, um, you know, you can check me out at ForgetThatYo.com, F-O-G-E-T-D-A-T-Y-O.com. And uh, I'm just here representing the fellas and pleasure to be here and... Everything's good over here. Just ate some pizza. I'm chilling. Man, you know what? Yesterday, a new pizza place opened up around the corner. And I don't know if y'all know, but new pizza place opened up around the corner is like Christmas. Because, <laughs> like, yo, you know, they're trying to show their best sides. So they're putting out their best toppings and everything. Two years in, they uh, pepperoni might just be pizza or a piece of paper with red color on. <laughs> but that first day, it's all proper meat. Dude, we bought two pizzas from them and ate them on the ride home. Hey, that is so true. I never thought of it like that. They, I, had the same, I had the same thing. Uh, we had a new supermarket open up. And that's even, like... You know everything's fresh and brand new. It's not, you know, that, that week old or two week old hamburger meat and all the other good stuff that they slide in and change the dates on. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all, oh, man. They just had a, um, a smart and final open up around the corner from the house. Like I said, we live in a neighborhood where for a while there, the economy here in California wasn't good. But now that it's good again or getting good, people are trying to get in on the bus because we live right on the cusp of the white neighborhood you know um i'm able to say i have three white neighbors and the rest are black like right across the street it's like it's like when it's raining on one side of the street and it's sunny on the other side we live on the sunny side but we're that close to the rain let's just put it like that um and so they're building up stuff to try and make the neighborhood even more profitable and they just built a smart and final which is like a warehouse sort of a store out here in california um, Gentrification is awesome for like the first three weeks. Oh man, ain't it though? They they <laughs> inside this Martin Final dude. They had thirty two ounce. Now you got to picture this: a thirty two ounce drink is a big ass drink. They had thirty two ounce Powerades for forty nine cent each. <laughs> My wife ran in there and bought like. 45 of them. I'm really counting on the top of my head. She came back with pallets. <laughs> she called me on the phone. She was like, Rashani, I can't. I, 49 cents. I can't do nothing. I'm, the money's gone. And so I was like, what'd you say? And she was like, you'll see. And then the garage opened up. <laughs> like she's sitting outside calling me. She's so excited. You'll see. And the garage opened up. The whole backseat of her car was just like a pyramid of pallets. <laughs> of Powerades, and she went back the next day. 
and the day after. Don't tell black <laughs> folks about no deal. We will turn your party out. That's how my grandfather used to shop. Like he'd just go on the commissary on base and he would just buy everything left. So that's stuff I still won't eat today because I've ate, shoot, what's the mom? What's some things you put in the um, toaster and then you put the little sauce on it? Like the toaster strudels. Yeah, toaster strudels. Woo! We, we had about 600 boxes of toaster strudels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm toaster strudeled out. <laughs> And it's it's weird though because I mean I just moved uh, to New Jersey from Brooklyn and when you don't have a car you you get used to just uh, you know buying what you can carry so it'd be like two shopping bags or a shopping cart and you go home I just moved out to Jersey where you have to take your car to the supermarket and then it's like nah it's whatever you can fill up in the car that's what you leave with so I went from spending like you know fifty dollars at the supermarket to like four hundred on <laughs> shit and like you get home and you realize you don't have any food there's no food whatsoever you spent all your money that you had in life. And you got like three boxes of pop tarts, some Kool Aid, uh, freeze dried tacos, just dumb shit. And <laughs> like, yeah, I haven't cooked anything like two weeks because I haven't bought actual food, and I can't afford to buy food until next paycheck. Oh God, that that old saying that your parents used to say to you, "Oh, don't go to the grocery store hungry," it don't make no sense to you. Go to them stores where you got your own car, and you just like, wait, I know I should be buying this stuff over here. But then pizza rolls. <laughs> then pizza rolls is calling all of us right now. I need to go over there. They got samples, dog. They got samples. They got a Costco and a Sam's Club out here. We walk out of those stores every single week needing shit that we didn't even need because we walked in there hungry after church. And they had the best samples. Nigga, what the <laughs> fuck is halal? <laughs> oh, oh, I love halal. But halal the way, is the greatest. The way he cooked it. Dude, it just tasted great. I don't even, I don't even eat fava beans. What is this, man? You should have had it. The, and the folks who didn't make it to the sampling don't understand because you don't cook it the same way. Man, you should have <laughs> tasted it the way the sample dude made it. Right? It was so good. It wasn't crunchy at all. Them beans was tender. Mix it up with some uh, water and put it in the microwave. You're gonna be all right. <laughs> but, God. Oh God. Um. So I, I um, want to say the two things are going on. First of all, uh, you can email single simulcast at single simulcast at gmail.com. The uh, voicemail number is 916-572-9016. Um, you can hit us on Twitter at single simulcast. You can hit me on Twitter at Rashani, R-A-S-H-A-N-I-I. And I could be hit on Facebook uh, facebook.com slash single simulcast the fan page is still the movement single simulcast.com is still the movement um, I don't have any uh, animals of the week or I, I, I listen to forget that yo and I'm like I should have thought of that shit <laughs> <laughs> fucking out pocket dude I should have thought of that shit but I don't have any the only animals I have are um, the kids who are just asking me how to get out of chores and shit um, this is the summer of love for a uh, single simulcast. <clears throat> and what that means is simply, quite simply, throughout this summer, I am going to try my hardest to have podcasters on this show who have shows that I love and respect. And, um, I just want to say that this next gentleman, when you hear him, when you talk to him, he's just, he's in the midst of everything. 
Shane, tell them something about yourself. Tell them something about your shows. The floor is yours. Uh, yeah, well, technically, I'm, I'm the man without a podcast. Uh, you probably have heard me on Twitpod Prime some months ago uh, with Elon James White. Uh, I'm a regular on Sports Ball with Aaron Rand Freeman. Uh, and then I just, you know, when somebody feels the need to uh, fill a guest spot because somebody else bowed out, they call me like I'm pretty sure uh, you guys did. Um, but no, uh, but yeah, outside of that, man, it's just uh, a lot of grind and a lot of work. I'm actually working on developing my own podcast. Um, I've been talking with uh, you guys are familiar with um, Jared Hill, I'm hoping. Mm-hmm. Or I'm assuming. So Jared and I have been talking about developing a show. Uh, we're still trying to figure out exactly what it is, but that hopefully be coming out soon. Um, it's funny. I, I, I've been a fan of podcasts for years. I've been very careful about actually stepping my foot into the pool because uh, I know what it is to to start these kind of ventures. Like I've had, I don't know how many blogs or stuff I've had over the years that kind of come and they go. And I didn't want to do that with the podcast just because um, the, the medium and the folks who are doing this right now are, are so spectacular to me. I didn't want to do the crash and burn. So, you know, I've been working with Twip for a little over a year now. Uh, work with the guys at Back to Reality for probably a little longer than that. So yeah, you know, just just here and there and doing what I got to do, man. Don't don't let him fool you. He's literally everywhere you want to be, like Visa. Like you get to the club, <laughs> Shane's already there, and you like nigga, what's going on? He's like, it's cracking inside. I'm going home. I done already turned the party out. They ready for you though. They ready for you. And um, like I said, podcast season, the lo- the summer of love is in session, and you were literally. The first person I hit up. So that goes to tell you something. I appreciate that, man. No worries. And y'all were like fifth. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, the summer of love, I'm trying to get everybody on that uh, have shows that I just dig. So I'm still working out a few kinks. But by and large, every single week, you should have some great comedic content coming from folks, a podcast that you dig. You just dig. I'm, I'm trying so hard to... I really thought about what I was about to say. I am trying so hard to get in contact with Kai Love. She is always on the go. Always. Kai stays yeah. moving. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to get her on soon because I haven't had Kai on in like a couple months. And I just, I did Kai. She's the greatest. Um, also, while this is the summer of love, it is also still hashtag the summer of no fucks. So, um, I just want to tell all y'all who are going through something, I don't care. <laughs> I don't even care. If, 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 if it don't fit my needs or my mindset or something, I give no fucks. I, I can't. I, I am unable to generate another fuck out of my system. So, um, I got to reboot. It's going to take at least the summer for me to reboot my system of giving a fuck about what's going on in your life. No shade, no hate, no nothing. It's just, I'm it right now, right now. I just have to let go. And the best way for me to let go is just try it out for the summer. See if I like it. And if I like it, I'm going to continue with, and here's how the summer of no fucks is going for me. Cause it's not just a podcast thing. It's a whole thing. I coach four youth basketball teams. And, um, so their seasons ended last Saturday. My youngest team won the championship. Uh, the rest of them didn't, you know, um, see how that works. Yeah. Yeah. You see how I said the youngest one and the rest of them didn't. I'm just pushing them off to the side. Cause the youngest <laughs> ones are the apple of my eye right now. The youngest ones are great. The rest of them niggas, they didn't. So, um, <laughs> I, um, went to a 
basketball uh, league that my son is going to be playing in this summer, but I'm not coaching him. Usually I coach my son. This will be the first time that I'm not, and it's only for like a month or two. So I'm okay with that. It's just for the summer. I don't have to give a fuck. I can just be a parent, you know, and um, I'm sitting there watching him do the skills evaluation. I want to run out there and yell at him and tell him to do this, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm not his coach. I'm just going to sit down and not give a fuck. And um, another kid who's older, he's on the older team who didn't win the championship. I shouldn't, gen- I should not generalize them by that, but they didn't win the championship. And so that's what I'm going to call them for the rest of the season. Hey, no champ. Hey champ. Hey, no champ. Um, oh God, so many kids are going to quit after the season's over. Um, <laughs> he, he ran over to me at this skills evaluation because he wasn't doing it. His younger brother who won a championship was doing it. Uh, fuck me. <laughs> So, um, he was like, hey, coach. And I was like, just call me Mr. Jones. And he was like, huh? And I was like, I'm not your coach right now. I'm off. And he was like, okay. Hey, coach, can you um <laughs> come see me play in this league? This league that we're in right now, can you come see me play? I play on Mondays and Wednesdays. Can you come see me play, coach? Can you come see me? Because last time I played, I did really well. I scored like 15 points. Can you come see me play? And so excited and so full of life and vigor. And <clears throat> he just he got into the fifth grade, so he still has that energy. And so it, it thrilled me to tell him, fuck no. <laughs> Dang. Fuck no, I'm off. I'm not coming to watch you play. Care- what? On Monday, and you know what? Here's what I'll do. I thought about it. I was like, here's what I'll do for you. I will um, come to a game. I'm not going to tell you when. I'm not going to sit up front. You probably won't even see me, so don't go looking for me. But I'll come to a game. I'm not going to stay for the whole game. I'll probably stay for like a quarter or maybe 10 minutes. When I get off the freeway going towards my house, I will stop at your game for five minutes, get back in my car, and go home. Um, We're not going to discuss how you did. I'm not going to tell you any good things that I saw or not. So really, it's like I'm not going to be there, but I'll be there. Maybe. And he just looked at me crestfallen, and I was like, that was probably a shitty thing to say to a, 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 a 10-year-old. Um, but I I just don't want to. I don't want to coach in the summer. I, this is my season of no fucks, and it sounds so selfish, but I got to do this. I've been coaching four youth basketball teams for like three years. Like, no breaks, no nothing, just three years. And on my one break, you want me to come and watch you with another team that's not even affiliated with me? Fuck that shit. Forget that, yo. See? <laughs> you know he's listening to the podcast right now. <laughs> he's like, hey, hey, he's talking about me, but I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about that other kid who asked me the same exact thing and looks just like you, no champ. Um, <laughs> so I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Are you, are you gearing up for your Diddy moment this summer? You know what? I'm not going to throw a kettlebell at nobody. And you know what's funny about that is that on Deadspin.com, which is like one of my favorite websites because their comments area just stays hilarious to me. Like there's racists and there's uh, not all men people in there. And it's just such a hoshmosh of people. And sometimes the conversation is really great. They posted up that story about Diddy. And for those of y'all who don't know, Diddy's son kind of plays football. <laughs> I say kind of plays football because Rick Neuheisel has said as much as, yeah, Diddy's son would have never got on the field if he wasn't Diddy's son, which is a fucked up thing to do. Because you know that they told him that at least twice during warm-ups. Like, you know you wouldn't be on the field if you weren't. They probably call him Little Diddy. 
Yo, little Diddy, go get the water bottles, homie. <laughs> you want to get on this field? Tell your dad to donate like two, three million dollars to the scholarship fund. I was actually thinking about how bad his hazing had to be. <laughs> they had to kill that boy damn near. Hey, you know what you need to do? You need to tell your dad to buy you a Bugatti. And then we need you to set that shit on fire. <laughs> like they just make enough hazing for him as they go. We need some gold plated donuts from you every morning, little nigga. That's the coaches. <laughs> they ain't even the players. That's the coaches. The players are like, we need you to fund every party we throw. All of them. And I'll be sure it's in the back. Like I'm your real dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. When I saw his um, Sweet 16 thing on MTV, they oh. showed Al Be Sure, and I felt so bad for Al. Because Al was like, Do you wanna? Do you wanna wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna wanna? Come to my party. And Justin was like, You ain't my dad. Ain't he my was dad. at the he party? Just shook his way out of the. Why? <laughs> Why was he at the party? I don't know. He was at the party when Diddy gave his son a fucking Bentley and <laughs> all these churches <laughs> walked out. <laughs> hey, I could borrow that. Let me get that. <laughs> I'll be sure went home and cried into his pillow of uh, with his embroidered face on it from 1987 and shit. <laughs> I'm just y'all know now the first one, a light skin joke. I'm, I'm signing off. Oh, we can't make <laughs> light skin jokes. I, I could. I'm out. <laughs> I could. I'm just not. <laughs> I'll type them into the show notes. <laughs> like, like I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing right now. Nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's just nasty how quickly Justin was like, Diddy, you're my daddy. I'll oh, be shit, sure. You? I'm thinking I'll be sure wasn't claiming him. So, Probably. So now, since Diddy the daddy, now he just keep him around to be cool with him, but you ain't never getting the daddy title back. I'm thinking that I'll be sure never claimed him. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hold that one true. I'm sure I'll be sure never claimed him because I mean Diddy had him from like the time he was a little kid and, and with my son Triple Kenny, that's pretty much the same thing. I've had him with me since he was three years old. But at the same time, I'm sure that when Diddy first got that first five million dollar jet I'm sure Justin made his choice at that point again. If he hadn't made the choice <laughs> If he hadn't decided before, <laughs> he, he decided, decided all over again. Like he re <laughs> he re vowed he he renewed his vows to Diddy. <laughs> when Diddy pulled out that first Lamborghini, that was a quick financial analysis. <laughs> Let's see, Dad, what do you have? We got enough to go to A and W if we share a burger. Let's see, Diddy, what do you have? Ciroc, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Diddy probably did like the old buyout, like Disneyland for five hours for his birthday or some shit, like the first week. Yeah, yeah, you know he did, and then did some punk shit, like had day twenty six perform for free. <laughs> <laughs> now I did go to Albie Shore's page when the movie Dope came out to see if he was like, "Hey, check out my son in the movie." He didn't say nothing like that, but he did retweet it. <laughs> With a tear emo con, like a tear emoji in the corner. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, I don't know if you know this, Justin, but your real grandfather died. Can you retweet this, please? <laughs> he doesn't even ask him to come out anymore. He's just like, 
hey, I'm going to be at the mall. If you want to walk on the lower level of the mall while I walk on the upper level of the mall, that would be cool. You know, that's okay. I, I kind of, I, I still am your dad. I love you. You're, you're playing baseball this week? Wait, you're playing football this week at UCLA? Okay, cool. I'm going to be in the student center at New York University. But I'm going to feel you close in my heart because I can't get through your stepdad's fucking security. Like, every time I come <laughs> near you, <laughs> his security throws a fucking Hadouken at me. I don't even know how to do that shit. <laughs> And you know Diddy Petty, he probably made uh, I'll be sure signing paperwork saying you can never refer to him as your son. <laughs> so now he refers to him as Nas. <laughs> I can't call you son, so I just call you Nas. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, oh god, doggy, you know what? We ain't even got through the intro yet. Batman Wild, spin the beats. This single simul guess. Sugar, come on, it's time we go to bed. Darling, rest your weary, aching head. Lay those burdens down. They'll be here when morning rolls around. Baby, it's not always an easy fix. Some seasons you'll just have to deal with, but it's not the end of the world. Steal your girl. Uh. So if the sky should fall, if it decides to break, know that we've got it. We've got what it takes. Know that we've got it. We got what it takes.
You are tuned in to Single Simulcast, the show about everything. So, this Single Simulcast, episode 189, ding! And, um, Fat Man Wild, Rashani, Shane, Anthony, what's good? Thanks for checking us out. Um, so I got a few new show ideas. Um, and they are still in the works. I'm still getting the logos and everything put together. But please, once y'all hear this, don't steal my shit. Anthony, you're more than welcome <laughs> to stop by at any time. Chris, who was supposed to be on the show, but due to uh, some other, he had another scheduling conflict. You're always welcome to be on the show at any time. Because really, I got this idea from the two of y'all ratchet niggas. I didn't get the idea from you, but it popped into my mind. Those pictures that y'all post up. Um, I don't remember if it was you or if it was Chris who posted up a picture a few weeks ago uh, of a place called Balzac Coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, there's a, a coffee shop called Balzac. Well, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Balzac. B-A-L-Z-A-C-S. I don't want that. I don't want that associated with my coffee. Exactly. The first comment that I put was, "Wake up with some balls in your mouth." Balls in that coffee. My <laughs> <laughs> God. And so, my show idea is going to be this. It's going to be a video show. It's only going to be on Google Hangout and YouTube. Maybe. You know what? Probably Spreecast. I'm still trying to get the whole idea of where I'm going to put it because the things that I need to do on this show, I need access to certain items. Um, but here's what it's going to be. Two people are going to be on the show with me, and they're going to get drunk before the show happens or drink before the show happens. Um, and we're going to post up three pictures, one after the other, just funny pictures. And each person is going to have like two minutes to riff off as many funny comments as they can about that picture. And everyone that the crowd actually thinks is funny will give them a point. And then the other person gets a chance to do it. They'll probably go back and forth. Yeah, they'll go back and forth. And whoever says the funny one, you know, will get a point. Three rounds of this. And whoever gets the most points at the end of the show wins. And the name of the show is You Win the Internet. That's dope. Yeah, so I'm working on that. I'm still trying to get the the issue. The biggest issue that I have is finding funny pictures that don't have a comment or a meme already attached to them. But I think I might have found the right site uh, that'll just keep pushing out funny pictures consistently, where I can um, utilize them for this show. You, you know, I, I mentioned before I don't have a podcast of my own yet, so I'm just taking notes and trying to figure out how fast I can push this shit out. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Elon! 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 Guess what I got? Guess, guess what? Nigga, you ready to win the internet? But yeah, I'm, I'm just... I was thinking about that a few days ago because I was like, yeah, that would be fun. You know, just a quick little show. Like I said, it'll probably be about like a 15, 20-minute show. Uh be on Spreecast or on YouTube or Spreecast doesn't go to YouTube. Google Hang Google Hangout goes to YouTube, so it might have to be a Google Hangout sort of thing. What about like uh, Periscope or Meerkat or one of them things? You know what? I heard about Periscope from my homeboy Michael, who does the show Something in Common. Ding! Um, check it out on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, but I I never got a chance to check it out on my own. I have to look into it. What is Periscope? It. It really is just like live broadcasting. It doesn't record anything. It doesn't do anything, but uh, allows you to do a live broadcast to whoever follows you. 
Uh, I believe it's also connected to Twitter uh, in some form or fashion. So, I mean, it might be an option. I don't know. Have to check that out. I will. I thank you for that. You're doing too much research, man. You're going you to be a superstar. <laughs> I'm trying, man. He's doing all the research. I didn't do no research. I woke up like this. <laughs> and then the other show is S3, which is single simulcast shorts. Um, and it's basically, you know, the regular single simulcast runs like two hours if you're lucky, niggas. Um, single simulcast shorts will just be a 30-minute piece. Like... 20 to 30 minute piece of me on YouTube talking about a news event that happened that day or something funny that happened and it'll be posted up on YouTube. Um, I figure that way I can expand out to more audiences by going on YouTube or whatever and then tell them to come back and watch the actual list to the audio show where they will then be shocked by how long it is. Um, the same way my mom listened to nothing but a G thing on uh, the radio and thought it was great and then heard the real version was just shocked at how many cuss words they were able to fit into a three minute song nigga 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 and then I was like mom if that got you you really don't want to listen to all my bitches and my niggas which for those of y'all who don't know the chorus goes for all my bitches and my niggas and my niggas and my bitches throw your motherfucking hands in the air and if you don't give a fuck like we don't give a fuck put your motherfucking hands up in the air to all my bitches and my niggas and my niggas and my bitches throw your motherfucking hands up in the air and if you don't give a shit like we don't give a shit put your motherfucking hands up in the air <laughs> so mom how'd you feel about that church service we just stepped out of mm. I felt the pastor really brought it <laughs> hallelujah pass the hot sauce we're eating chicken um <laughs> But, yeah, no, so I'm trying to get that all put together. Um, speaking of foods, though, I uh, was at work a few days ago, and this woman comes up to me um, and says, Hey, Rashani, um, I cooked this lunch, but I just remembered that I've been invited by somebody else to go out to lunch today. Would you like to eat this lunch? Because at work, I usually eat a lot of salads, a lot of fruits and whatnot. And I think people think I'm poor. <laughs> and I don't know how to tell them that if I was poor, I wouldn't be eating fruits and salads. I'd be eating my fruit truth. cocktail out of a can, uh, drinking the juice and saying it was Kool-Aid. Um, but she came up to me and she was like, do you want this food? And I looked at her and I, the first thing that went through my mind was she's I really want to eat white food for lunch because in my mind I've always had a thing like white food often doesn't have seasoning on it I don't know if I want to subject myself to eating food that has no flavor I'll take a bite and then I'll throw it away and so I was like yeah cool I'll, I'll take it I appreciate it thank you so much and she was like okay cool it's downstairs in the refrigerator and I took it out and it was a stuffed pepper a stuffed bell pepper and I was like fuck those never have flavor on it. And I'm just going to eat like a oh, piece and then throw it away and go upstairs and eat my salad. Um, and I, I put it in the microwave and took it out and took a bite of it. And nigga, it was great. <laughs> that was great. It was the best thing ever. Like I ate it and scraped the bowl. It was oh, oh so great. So good. And I felt so bad that I've decided to start a hashtag. White people, I will finally support you. This hashtag is called hashtag not all white foods. Mm. All right. So I have to ask a question. How are you defining white food? 
Is it is it food a white person made? Yes. Okay, because I, I I've had tons of stuffed peppers, and really in the end, it's rice and beans in a pepper, and that's Spanish food. So it's like by default, it should be seasoned and it should be dope. Yeah, but if a white person makes it, it's like. Have you ever had barbecue by a white person? You're just like, barbecue is supposed to be full of flavor and seasoning, and this somehow tastes like leather. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. I saw you put the salt and pepper on there. I saw you do it, but this is absolutely devoid of flavor. That was what I was scared of. And Like they, like they Kool-Aid. Yes. Oh, God, yes. Like, how do you put a whole thing of Kool-Aid into a container and forget sugar or put in a <laughs> drop of sugar or say, you know, I'm just using Splenda? I have to say, I don't know if I've ever had white people Kool-Aid. It's such an experience. It's like Russian huh? roulette. <laughs> <laughs> Either there's no sugar or they go too far and go farther than black people and it's worse than syrup. Exactly. See, see that only happens because they knew you was coming over and they expected <laughs> That hey, that recently happened to me. That recently happened to me. And when I walked in the house, first thing they said was, do you want something to drink? I just made Kool-Aid. Did you look at the bottom of the picture to see how much sugar there was? If there was a, the, the, the sugar sludge at the bottom? No, because they didn't let me go that far in the kitchen. What the uh, was already on the, it was red. Oh, uh, yeah. That's when I'm like this. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. <laughs> Y'all made some red Kool-Aid right when I'm walking in the house, huh? <laughs> Word? That's the party we throw in here? Everybody else got wine. I got red Kool-Aid, huh? If you don't want that, we got some Hennessy. I, I, I purposely don't drink Hennessy in public. I don't think anybody drinks Hennessy in public. You know what I do like to do in public, though? Because I'm an ass. I like to walk down the street. Damn it. I like to walk down the street. Do I diddy diddy dum diddy do? Okay, I can't help it. I like to walk down the street with a Arizona iced tea in a bag. And I like to drive around drinking out of this Arizona iced tea that's <laughs> in a paper bag. And I just hope that a cop stops me. But now that they're killing us... Shit ain't yeah. fun no more. <laughs> Back in the day, I was just gonna be like, surprise, motherfuckers, want surprise, motherfucker, first prize, motherfucker. Now it's like, please don't shoot me. Mm-hmm. It's just in Arizona. That probably has Zima in it. Zima. No, it definitely <laughs> does not have Zima in it. <laughs> I remember my friends used to pour Zima into water bottles oh. at school and walk around all day drinking Zima and say it was water. And then I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. You're still not going to get drunk. It's fucking Zima. Zima's fucking gross. I don't understand why that's even like the, the beverage of choice. This was in high school. We didn't have very many choices. But I was like, who the fuck bought you Zima for you to choose to do that with Zima? Zima was like the the precursor to, um, to uh, Smirnoff Ice. Yep. That's what Zima was. You see, I, I go back to Bartles and James, which you could slide right into a mystic bottle and be all right. True. Bartles and, Bartles and James was a shit. Oh, God, dog it. So, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's get into a couple of these uh, new stories. 
see what we can do with this. A uh, gentleman in a apartment has a problem with his neighbors because uh, his neighbors are uh, except making excessive amounts of noise. Let's just put it like that. Um, making excessive noise in a Swiss apartment building is a no-no. And for the neighbor in Rosengarten Apartments, that rule extends to conjugal relations. To press home his concerns, the anonymous person posted a letter on a door in the underground parking area for the residents detailing his specific concerns. Quote, At the beginning, it was quite amusing to listen through the walls and windows to their loud mating rituals. But still in the long run, I have to say as a neighbor, it just sucks, the letter reads. The neighbor asks that in the interest of helping everyone sleep, the, the couple do not... He asks why the couple do not take measures to soundproof their apartment so that those next door do not have to hear the rhythmic bangs of the bedstead against the wall. Believe me, it's no fun when you have to explain to one of the elderly relatives or godchildren that the words of the neighbors, quote, Oh God, I'm coming have nothing to do with religion or suicide, the detailed letter goes on to say. During weekdays and on weekends, it is just embarrassing when you hear this through the walls. A neighbor in another building confirmed that the couple were particularly loud. Through the open window, I hear them, though I do not live in the same building, he told the newspaper, adding that he could understand the resentment of the immediate neighbors. Now, I just want to stop. I want to stop right there and say that that dude right there is a is a peeping Tom. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally jerking off to him. That's why he's like, yeah, through the open window. I, I open my windows <laughs> to make sure I can hear everything that she's saying. It's important to me. And the other dude who wrote the letter initially, I'm like, really? You write the letter and put it in the parking garage? They're your neighbors. Knock. I'll do you one better. You, you can tell this dude gets no butt, and that's really what all this comes down to. <laughs> there, the, it, there's nothing worse than getting no butt and then hearing somebody who's getting butt constantly. <laughs> like, so I don't know whether to hate on dude or to feel bad for him because part of me is like, fuck you, and the other part of me is like, I kind of get it. Then he's not getting anybody either. Remember, he's the peeping Tom, so I get it. I understand. They are really loud. Remember that time that she pulled out the whip and was like, the safe word is BMW? And I don't know. It, 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 it's just, to me, this reminds me of when I was in college and I wasn't getting any frequently. Like, I was getting some, but it wasn't on a frequent basis because I was still trying to figure out all the steps to get more of some. Um, and my, my roommate was always getting it. Like, always. Like, he was team get it in. So, um, I would be at home studying. I would be in the dorm room studying. And he'd come in and be like, yo, I got somebody coming over. And I'd be like, the first time I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to go ahead and get this paper done and I'm going to leave out. The sixth time I was like, all right, I'm going to take my stuff over here to the to the student area and I'm going to work. You got 30 minutes and then I'm going to come right back because we had the sock on the door thing, but he never put the sock on the door. He would wait until I was already there and then he'd come in like it's an emergency. And, and, and then by like the 50th time, I was just like, here's what you're going to do. 
you gonna wait till it's like midnight and invite her in. I'm just gonna put the pillow over my head and turn and face the wall. Just do what you gonna do. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> we bad boy for life. We ain't going nowhere. And um, so he came and brought the girl and she was like, I can't do it with him in the room. And I was like, you better figure it out. <laughs> Y'all better work out a plan because I'm not leaving. And she was like, oh, my God, he's awake. And I was like, I really couldn't explain it. Like, at that point, they thought I was awake because I was trying to listen. And I probably was. I was probably trying to get my beat beat on. <laughs> it was like, he's awake. Oh, my God. And he was like, don't worry about it. He tried to get that Shane voice. Don't worry about it, baby. Just, you know what? Just <laughs> turn your back and face the wall. You won't even see him. It's going to be over soon. And he was like, let me turn on the music. And I was like, oh, no, the fuck you ain't. <laughs> you ain't turning on that goddamn music. You know what time it is? You trying to wake up the whole dorm? And he was like, shit. And that was really when we realized that I needed my own dorm room. <laughs> I thought you was going to say, the hundredth, the hundredth time. I didn't get my had... own dorm room. There's more stories. Oh. By like, so... by like the 75th time, dude, for real. <laughs> he would come in and I'd just be sitting there playing video games. <laughs> in my underwear. I'd just be sitting there in my underwear playing video games. Like, I'm going to do whatever I can to look as unslovingly as possible. He started just going back to their rooms. I don't know what their roommates did. They probably joined him in a fucking threesome or something. But, um, yeah, I, I was like, nah, nah, homie. It, it, at first, it was like, okay, I'm agreeable. But then I realized, this ain't fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> the balance so, of power is not here. So, so, so realizing as I look at this article, this dude really doesn't have anything going for him. Because when he says during the weekdays and weekends, it's just embarrassing. When the fuck are you out the house then? He's not. He's sitting in the next room playing. We, I'll make love to you. Close your we, eyes. After weekdays and weekends, there's nothing left. I mean. <laughs> I mean, like, he's like, how often are they having sex in there? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> Can y'all stop? Ain't you chafing? <laughs> Any of y'all had an uh, apartment problem like that with a neighbor? I haven't. The only problem I've ever had with a neighbor was when we were younger, we were the problem. Because we played... <laughs> Uh, we lived on the upstairs, and we played the power pad back in, like, 87, oh, 88, 89. Oh, yeah. And so the people downstairs were like, can you make your kids stop playing the power pad? And so we stopped playing it. My mom was just like, give me that fucking thing. And took it over to my grandma's house where the cousins immediately broke it because fucking cousins. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cousins. <laughs> I had a problem one time with a neighbor. I don't I, – to this day – I don't know how he did it. I found out he was kind of mental, but this dude would walk and he had heavy feet. He would walk, no lie, 24 hours a day. It was amazing. <laughs> like, I got to the point where I wanted to go knock on the door and ask him, could I just sit in and watch and see how this all goes down? <laughs> like, there was days I would practice, like, fighting moves and do push ups because I was going to run up in his house. <laughs> uh. 
uh, you know I'm fully prepared to whoop your ass whenever you actually go to sleep. So when do you go to sleep? Like, seriously, just, I hear you walking like 24 hours a day. Do you sleep at the same time I sleep? Because if you do, that's weird. I think we just became best friends. <laughs> I think we just became pals. Dude, we got the same sleep schedule and everything. Here's what's going to happen. If I put a sock on your door, that means I'm going to sleep. Don't walk. Just sit down and watch a movie or something, and you break out them roller skates ever fucking again. I swear to God. It's some memory foam slippers and a rug. <laughs> you need to do like that fat woman over there and just slide across the room. Just glide, nigga. Just <laughs> I, I went to a show yesterday. And I meant to mention these during the random thoughts, but I went to a show yesterday and, and my auntie was performing and, and this guy named uh, Rashad was performing. I actually posted it up on my Facebook page. If y'all get a chance to check out those videos, you need to because they tore the stage down like it was beautiful. Um, Rashad was like hitting high notes like Elder Barge, nigga. Like a woman threw her panties up on stage. I admitted to my wife that I got a little bit moist. It was just, <laughs> it, it was everything. And I think it, you can actually hear me say I got a little bit wet on the video. Like, so I just want to put that out there so y'all ain't surprised when I say that. That nigga hit a high note and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> um, but. Here's two things that I noticed while I was at the club yesterday watching these two perform was the fact that you have y'all had that moment yet? And if you haven't, it'll come. It'll come when you're at a show, or you're at a performance or something and you look around and you're the youngest one there and you ain't that young and everybody on the dance floor is doing the same damn two step. And there's a lot of old pimps on the dance floor wearing them uh, bowler hats and they're playing music that you're grooving to, and you, then you realize when you listen to the music, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. Mm -hmm. Like, that moment that you realize you're old. See, I have that all the time, because, like, my parents, my mother's turning 70 this year, so I got older parents than most, mm -hmm. the most. So all I had in my house was old-ass music. So I, I go, I tend to be more comfortable in them, like, 35 and 40-year-old clubs than I did in my own, because... Mm -hmm. I wasn't putting too much effort into dancing. If it was beyond a two-step, I wasn't up for that shit. I, that wasn't. I no lie. I remember years ago, um, we were at my wife and I were at this this spot. My wife loves to dance, and I just got to the point where, like, just go rub up on somebody, go do what you got to do. Don't be over here at the bar. <laughs> like, and she's she's one of those she'll she'll dance so she sweats kind of kind of girls. Mm -hmm. Like, only she only has one rule: her hands can't touch the floor. If her hands touch the floor, she has to come off. Otherwise, do what you got to do. Mm -hmm. So she's dancing with this dude. And I think he was, like, trying to kick her to her point. It's like, oh, no, I'm married. My husband's over there. It's like, no, he's not. He wouldn't let you do all this. It's like, no, he's, he's over there. She pulled out the wedding photo from her wallet. <laughs> and he turned purple. He actually came over to me and apologized <laughs> for, for dancing with her. And I was like, I don't give a shit. You, you're the reason I can sit here and have my drink and not be bothered with nothing. So you go on and go back. Cause, and, and I guess it also goes back to you know, you knowing what you got. And I'm not worried about, you oh, know, yeah. all that other. Like, you can dance your that way. She's, she's leaving with me. She's not that impressed with you. Trust me. But, uh, but nah, but, that, but that's her thing. I've always been more like, you know, I just want to sit down and listen to some good music. And I don't care if you have a room with 70-year-olds. Like, just make it happen. And and I remember when my wife and I got married, uh, my mom paid for us to go on a cruise. And uh, we got on the cruise, and she 
you know, we had gone to the club before, but I'm like you, I don't, I don't dance. I boogie. So, you know, I'm just right. doing that rock exactly. away. I'm doing the rock away dance. And sooner or later, she realized the rock away was not popping. So she was like, just hold a seat for us. And I became the wolf pack. Um, <laughs> and, and so I'm holding a seat. My wife is wearing just the best clothes ever. I can't even describe it without licking my lips. Like the bestest clothes I had ever seen a dancer wear. Nigga, she was wearing clothes that were so great that when she stepped out onto the dance floor to dance, the DJ put it on a song that lasted, I kid you not, 20 minutes. It was a 20-minute continuous song. No need to change the record. And he just stood there and watched. <laughs> and like this is a, a Caribbean cruise, so all these Caribbean dudes are trying to come out with uh, the hey y'all look at how big my dick is, boing boing boing. And she's looking over at me and just licking her lips and shit. And I'm like, I wanna dance, but I don't wanna dance. So I'm just sitting there watching all this stuff going on. And uh I don't even know why I brought that up. I just like thinking about how sexy my wife wasn't at it. Whew, God dog, if they really did, they played um one of those mega mixes. It started off with set it off on the left, y'all. And I think it segued into I'm a fuck your wife. And then it segued <laughs> into this girl over here with the big old ass. And it just, you know, at some point I realized we need to just go back to the room. Because <laughs> I think the last song in the mega mix was like kill that nigga at the bar and then let's go fuck his wife. So I was like, <laughs> it's time for us to go back and consummate again. And uh, it was it was great though. I, I recommend everybody to go on a cruise with no kids because your wife will immediately turn up. If you have kids and y'all go on a cruise and the kids aren't there, she is going from level one to level nineteen immediately. Like stepping into the place, especially if you got young kids. As soon as you step onto the ship, let me get a drink. Turn I had a up. question. <laughs> I had a question about cruises. Yes, sir. All right, when you in the room, can you feel that boat rocking or no? It depends on which level of the boat you're on. They have a ballast that keeps the boat from moving too much, but if the waves hit up against it, the boat is going to rock. But if the boats are rocking, don't come and knock it. Man, I ain't about that boat rocking life, man. <laughs> Oh, like roller coasters, boat rocking, nothing. There was a time where um, we on the cruise where the water did get choppy and it did start moving around, and they just passed out Dramamine, and that was oh. it. I didn't even notice. I was too busy drinking too tequila. The world was already moving for me, <laughs> homie. <laughs> Whew. They had this pomegranate tequila. Boy, let me tell you, it, it changed my life, changed my world. I don't remember nothing of the rest of that night except for the fact that we went to a comedy club and I may or may not have heckled the audience. <laughs> um, and then what was the second thing that I was thinking about? I don't remember. Too much talking. <clears throat> Batman Wild Spin the Beast, this single simulcast. Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Shane Paul Neal, a.k.a. the Light Skin Spy from uh, This Week in Blackness. Having a great time with the dudes from Single Simulcast. Uh, appreciate y'all.
Yo, this is Ty Love from the Black Astronauts Podcast, Ladies Launch. If you want to know what makes my flower do, then you need to listen to the singer Sonic.
That was, that was simply sensational. sensational. Single, Single simulcast shall surely surface speedily. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Gabby, and when I'm not leaving 47 voicemails, I like to relax and listen to my favorite podcast, The Dream Team. Um, didn't Alec Baldwin get in a lot of trouble just by tweeting the name of the... He tweeted the name of... Yeah. Like, he was not... It was no commentary? He was just saying... No, he was just saying the song was good. He was like, I like yeah. it. It's embarrassing. Right, and he was just saying the name of the song, and he got torched so, for that. That's, that's what I'm saying. Bill like, O'Reilly came... Bill O'Reilly came right behind him and said, and I like the song Niggers in Captivity. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly likes the song Niggers in Africa, as in y'all go back. <laughs> They're trying to get niggas out. Gonna happen for years. White folks have a secret handshake. Like, okay, we slap hands and you slide it and you hold a piece of cheese to your mouth. But let's be real. Oh wow. But let's be real though. Like <laughs> the niggas in Africa is gonna be like a white, um, uh, a barbershop quartet. Doo 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 My ball's so hard these niggers can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> I ball so hard these niggers wanna be me. I ball so hard every day, every night, but then I take a week off because I'm white. I ball so hard these niggers can't see me. I can't, I can't. Yo, what's up, world? It's your boy 12 Kyle from the 12 Radio Show. Make sure you check me out every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. You can also catch my show on iTunes as well. When I'm not doing my show, I'm checking out Single Simulcast with my man Rashani. Yo, this dude is crazy for real. I mean, like, really, really crazy. I mean, like, he's been institutionalized at some point in time in his life. Anyway, it's a great show. Make sure you check it out. That said, back to the show. What's going on, everybody? This is Michael Wright from the My Truth Podcast, which you can find on iTunes and Stitcher, or check the website out, www.mytruthstraighttalk.com. And I'm here with your boy Rashani on the Single Simulcast Podcast. Check him out. The nigga still ain't shit, though. Simulcast episode 189 Shane, Anthony, Fat Man, me, you, thanks 916-572-9016 Single Simulcast at gmail.com Facebook slash Single Simulcast Let's get it Um, 
So Americans have joined or have threatened to join ISIS for all sorts of curious reasons. You know, some people are doing it because Obama's taking over the presidency. Some people are doing it because Barry is taking over the presidency. Some people are doing it because Obama is taking over the presidency. There's a lot of, you know, people mad about President Obama taking over the presidency. A lot of anger. And it's not racist, though. It's not racist at all. They're just put out. (laughs) Because their rights are being infringed upon by a black man being in the office. Didn't we find a law against that? I I could have swore. (laughs) Like, back in 86, didn't we? Didn't Reagan pass that bill that there's no black colored neek? It was. It was the Bill Cosby. Um, sorry. Um, yeah. But... A 45-year-old Omaha man recently told other people that he wanted to join ISIS to take on an enemy. The enemy was the Nebraska Humane Society. The reason? Because they took his cat. (laughs) And the reason why they took his cat was because he was tossing it in the air and letting it drop to the ground in March. Dang! (laughs) (laughs) A week ago, some three months after the cat was taken, the man called the society and threatened to, quote, kill every motherfucker there and to gun them all down. Then on Sunday, he called society workers by several names and threatened to, quote, join the terrorist group ISIS to bring down the Nebraska Humane Society and its employees, end quote. Mark Langdon, uh, vice president of field operations, wrote in court documents. A judge issued a preliminary order against the man, essentially declaring his actions inhumane and precluding him from harassing the society. Friday, the man was charged with making terroristic threats, a felony punishable by five years in prison. His bail was set at $25,000. The man will have to pay 10% to be released from jail. And he faces trial this month on a misdemeanor charge of animal cruelty. I hope when he approaches ISIS, he has a better reason than this cat thing. I hope he approaches ISIS with a cat. I hope he approaches ISIS with Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but the scary thing about this shit is, as funny as it is, this is the dude that will roll into the Humane Society and, and lay everybody down. Like, you just don't know anymore. Very true. You know, and, and, and of all the things in the world... I don't want people saying I died because of some dude's cat. Like, I got too much to go on, stuff going on in my life. I don't need that on my headstone. Hey, man, why are you in heaven? Oh, man, my house caught on fire. Hey, man, why are you in heaven? Dude, I had lung cancer. Hey, man, why are you in heaven? See, there was this guy. <laughs> and his cat, Albert, was... I died over pussy, man. Let's just put it like that. Let, let, the easiest way for me to put it without me getting sent out of this room, I died for some pussy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the dude, the dude is like at um, ISIS, like, hey, man, why are you joining up? Because Barack Obama took away my rights. Hey, man, why are you joining up? Because a, dro- a drone killed my whole family and I want revenge. Hey, man, why are you joining up? I had this cat, right? His name was <laughs> Sniffles. I just throw the cat up in the air and try and catch him. And I'm blind in one eye. And so I would miss, and the cat would just splat up against the ground. But somebody told me cats land on all four feet. Anyways, this fucking terrorist group, who, Jihad? Nah, man. Nah, man. You, you know them niggas. The fucking terrorist group. The Ku Klux Klan? Nah, man. Nah. Nah, man. The Humane Society. Dog up top. 
not alone on that. All right, fuck y'all. Anyways, they came and took my cat, dog. And I was like, yo, you can't take my cat because I got a seeing problem. That's my seeing eye cat. Fuck it. Let's blow this motherfucker up. Let's go. Who's in? Oh, so I'm out. I'm out. I can't even be a part of ISIS now. You know what? Forget y'all. I'm going across the street to where um, I can get some action from cats. I'm going to the Chinese food restaurant. Oh, uh, damn it. Damn it, Sloan. Redact that whole statement and then just keep it in your mind because that shit was actually funny. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. But here's the real funny thing, though. Now he has the exact opposite problem in jail, trying to explain to folks why he's in jail. You know, you got the rapist, the murderer, the the the, the drug dealer, and he's somebody there talking about, well, they tried to take my cat, so I was gonna lay them all down. He is done. <laughs> he he better get bail quick and hope that they they put him in an institution. Because if he goes to fuck jail, if he goes to prison, he's done. And terroristic threats, he's gone in. Like they are so lipstick on his ass. About- they are so sincere about terroristic threats, and yet when a terrorist act happens, they try and say that it was just a mentally ill person. But again, I'm asleep. <laughs> uh, mm. Mm, yeah. A Bristol man didn't take kindly to being arrested and decided to shit all over a police car and in a police cell, as the court has heard. Mark Hotton was holidaying when him and his wife began to argue. Hotton left his caravan and returned to find police waiting for him. Officers denied him entry into the mobile home and cuffed him, promoting Hotton to accuse him of racism. In court, the prosecution said Mr. Houghton had left after the argument, but he returned when the officers were there. He walked past the officers and tried to gain access, but he was stopped by officers. He was cuffed. He told the police that they were harassing him because he was black. The enraged man was forced into a police car, but he quickly took revenge by shitting all over the police car. He did seem to calm down at that point, but the officer said that at some point into the journey, they became aware of a strong, disgusting smell. He wasn't relaxed. (laughs) He was working. You seen little babies. They'll be like, ah, ah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My son will be in full speed sprint, stop on a dime and start up again, make a face and just go. You you gotta know better than that, man. Oh my god. Isabella will be talking to you and then her whole face will fucking melt. <laughs> I know what you do. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> A photo was taken. Unfortunately, the police had not thought it fit to provide us with it. Upon arrival at the police station, Houghton was given clean clothes in a cell with a toilet, but he took his protest even further and shit on the cell floor. Quote, I admit I was angry and I was blocked up, upset. People were laughing at me, he said. (laughs) No, he wasn't blocked up. He was anything but blocked up. I was there without my pants with my dick hanging out and I felt like I was treated inhumanely. <laughs> that had to be the worst time to be a rookie in the precinct. Go clean that up. Yeah. You... Hey, 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 Diddy son. <laughs> Go get that. <laughs> take that, take that. Dang. <laughs> I'm saying though, like that escalated rather quickly. 
you won't let me in my house okay cool i'm gonna shit all over the police car that's how my mind works i'm going straight from this to this real niggas taking real shits i called zero to 100 real quick <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll say this though as you're reading the story i had in my head that it was a white dude doing this the fact the fact that he was black and he's telling the story or he gets to live on and tell the story. That's deep. Oh man, me too. That that was restraint. Because oh. <laughs> this, this this had been the one time where I might have been like, well, Black Lives Matter. Hey, when they shit in your car, somebody got to clean that up. I'm just saying though, what goes through your mind where you're like, my only defense is the shit. And also, if he shit all over the car and not his in his pants. This means they didn't apply those handcuffs properly. I'm just saying, if he was able to get his pants down, you did something incorrectly. Because if I got my hands hemmed up behind my back, I'm just trying to think about this. I can't reach. That's like Batman trying to reach his utility belt when the Joker's trying to cut him in half. I can't get to my belt. If I could just get to my belt, I'm going to shit all over y'all niggas. (laughs) This dude had to be lactose, and they just came from Dairy Queen. (laughs) My thing is this: You talking about you know how you know how he, how is that your last line of defense? Would you fight somebody as they taking a shit? <laughs> is, is that the like? Could you legitimately see yourself trying to fight somebody at that point and, and justify like I whooped his ass? He was taking a shit while you he was fighting him, nigga. I ain't, beat ain't the no shit win. out of him. I beat the <laughs> shit out of that nigga. <laughs> it's not a legit win. <laughs> He said he was taking a shit. He said, don't mess me, Ray J. I'm taking a shit. So I socked that nigga. (laughs) (laughs) He said, don't touch me, Ray J. So I touched that nigga. (laughs) I still listen to that every so often. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) It never stops being awesome. Me and the money team. I got my big brother piano. (laughs) You know what another good interview is? The, uh, Jim Jones yelling at Mace. Let's see if we can I have not it. heard that. Me neither. Uh, Hold on one second. Uh, Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's great. It was because uh, uh, you know, like when somebody's real amped up, but you real calm. Mm. It was it was like one of them situations. So he was doing his best to stir him up, but it just wasn't working. He was like, "God bless you. God bless you." See, and I'm the master. I'm the master of that though. I. My wife hates me for that shit because like she'll be pissed. I was like, I don't understand why you're yelling. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Can we That's be civil best. about this? That is the best when you hit that passive aggressive note on them. I just, I just, I just want to know what's bothering you, but you keep yelling, so I don't understand what you're saying. You know what? I'm sorry that you're mad about whatever this conversation's about. You know why don't we come? Why don't we come back to this later when you can can you know explain yourself better and I can help let's put understand what it is this. you let's, need. Let's put a pin in this conversation. No, the fuck we ain't. <laughs> let's put a pin in this conversation. We're gonna come back. You know what? You know what? New tactic. You know what? You like it? I love it. You ain't shit. You like it? I love it. Get the fuck <laughs> out of my house. You like it? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I found it. Let me see if I can get this. Oh shit. You like it? I love it. Oh, I don't want to hear your fucking fiesta forever. Even though this commercial is kind of dope, I do like the white dude singing all night long while the uh, oh yeah while yeah. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know Lionel Richie's like. Welcome to the show. One thing you mentioned to me is that one of your biggest regrets at that time 
was that you fell out of touch with Cam. Yeah. All right, and that because, you know, back in the day, Mason Cam, they were teammates together, they were best friends, always together. And what had happened? And it's cut to the chase. Well, actually, one thing happened, and I'm going to be straight to the point. We were actually in, in, I think it was Hit Factory and... Hold on. This nigga really talks like this? Yes. Yeah, I yeah, thought he him. just rapped like that. that no. <laughs> that's why it's so no. good. His sermons have to be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I did this song with Cam called Horse and Carriage, everybody. He sounds like Gangstalicious. He <laughs> <laughs> knows it. I did this song, and then you know, then, 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 I asked then, then. him that you know that I'd be paid for for doing a video and doing a song with him. He took it so personally. I was telling Cam, you know, either you get the money or I get the money or we split the money. But being that we're some young dudes from Harlem, we're gonna get this money, and we're not gonna let you know these guys from Brooklyn. That sounds like a great lyric to be used by blacks and people of color. You get the money, or I'm gonna get the money. We gonna split the money, but we gonna get this money. <laughs> that's, that's some pimp talk really real talk make your next move the best move you get the money we get the money we gonna split the money we gonna hit this money money what up god take the money because me and Cam, we play basketball together we cried when we lost together i knew him wait wait <laughs> wait okay sorry go he had the flat top you know, he knew me when I had the ball head. We was, you know, 110 pounds. So we knew each other way, way back. So it was really like, I helped him get his deal. I got him his deal. I got him the 600 that he first had, you know. So a lot of things was that, that I've done. Was that with The Rock or was that with Epic? No, that was with, that was with, with Undias. So Epic. at that time, I took him the big house, got him his deal, you know. Brought him on the road with me, paid him and Jimmy Jones to go and do shows with me. Jim Jones is on the phone. You want to talk? Yeah. Uh-oh. That was a setup and a half. <laughs> Real talk. You could tell she called Jim Jones. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> this was going on. She called him on the cell phone. I got this boring back. ass interview. Hey. I need you to come in and start some shit for me. Hey, hey, Jimmy, Mace is talking shit about you real slow. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably get in before he's halfway done. You want in? This, she found him, hit him up. There ain't no way he was just randomly listening to the radio. I refuse to believe any of these folks are ever randomly listening to these stations. They in the car like, wait, wait, wait. What the fuck? Diddy, son, give me the phone. Take that, take that. <laughs> Hello? 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 Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What's up? Nothing much. Mace is here. If you want to speak to him? I want, I want, yeah. What's up? We here. Right here. Yeah, Jimmy, you're on the line. You're What's online. Up? You're, you're online. Foolish early this morning. Who talking what? foolish? Why you don't tell people the truth? We're telling you the truth about what? You know what? I just got to break in again. You know those <laughs> those skits that Biggie has on his on his album. This is a family show. I just realized that's Mace, nigga. <laughs> I'ma tell you why I'm mad. I'ma tell you why I'm mad, nigga. Please don't cuss on this show. This is a family yeah. show. <laughs> this is raps, Mr. Magoo. I'm sorry. Let's start with the book. You was fabricating the book. 
What's hey, fabricated about the book? My man publishing me. <laughs> don't you want the money to tell the same people's name on your book? Second of all, we, we went on the road with you, yeah, but we left because you wasn't giving us no money, so we went and got money. And right now, we the scissor boys. Call the building. You ain't heard? I wasn't giving y'all money. That's you on the line, Bethel? Yeah, that's me that's on the line. That's you, yeah, it's me on the line. Where, you, you already know why you left Harlem. R.I.P. Baby Man and R.I.P. Pop Lottie. That's why you left Harlem. You ran up out of there, Bethel. I'm moving from Harlem before that. Did you have a congregation? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why you're so mad. <laughs> I left Harlem before that. <laughs> Nigga, his voice would make me mad in any argument. It's like the, the point is not getting through. But here's, here's the beauty of it. It's, it's not just like a game through. I don't give a shit what you're talking about. <laughs> you're not going to make me mad because I'm chilling. You ain't, you, this ain't nothing new. This Be nigga mad. sound like he smoked every bit of hydro everywhere before he got on this show. <laughs> nigga, I don't care if you get Max sauce on it or not. <laughs> just give me my burger. Did you leave your congregation there, man? Or did no, you get that which no, one, sir? Because you're saying, this is me. I don't care what you say on the radio, but this is me. I know you. I know so, you too, sir. Don't play with me, brother. <laughs> Ain't nothing changed. You know, I put you in my goofy category. All put you goofy. Don't play with me, man. Ain't nothing changed. God forgive what, Jimmy. What happened with, tell people what happened with Lottie. Did Lottie escort you out of Harlem before? Who's All right, I need to find out. Her. Who's, who's wow. these, who are these people? <laughs> God bless Jimmy. <laughs> you guys remember Office Space, the, the manager from Office Space? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. I don't want to come in on Saturday. Fuck that well, shit. I'm going to need you to come in on Sunday, too. I don't want to come in on Sunday. Fuck you, nigga. And I need to take this red stapler back. I don't want you to take my stapler. Fuck you, nigga. Why aren't you mad? <laughs> <laughs> That's that, but, but it works. You see how well that shit works. Jimmy is getting so hot. Jimmy is so hot. Like this. And the funny thing is, it's like this nigga ain't never spoke to this nigga before. Like he forgot this how this nigga talk. It's like Samuel L. Jackson. I'm not mad. This how I talk. <laughs> He made a pop lottie. Ask him about that. Next interview. Interview. Hot 97. Hot 97. The official number one station for hip hop. Can I address and that? R&B and Mace is here. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> you just. <laughs> can I address? He, he didn't finish. He didn't finish his first sentence when, <laughs> when Jim Jones was on there. He's like, wait, can I finish what I was saying? <laughs> <laughs> Jim Jones just called and said some things to Mace. A lot yeah, of things. Actually, you know, like even in a book, when you write a book, you write things from your perspective. I said what actually I believe to be truth to me, you know, even from the things in Harlem, I'd already had a place in the land. Nobody made me leave. You know what I'm saying? I, I even addressed that in a record. A lot of things happen. But can I just say something? Get killed in Harlem all day, you know. I'm like, still trying you know, to finish my sentence. <laughs> She's like, if I let you finish your sentence, we're going to be here forever. By the way, I always hear that that's the truth to me. There is no truth to me. It's an opinion. Truth is truth. My truth. My no, podcast. No, It's my truth. I don't know oh, why you're mad. Man. I'm, you trying my, I'm, I'm trying my mace voice. <laughs> What'd you say? You got a horrible version. They cut a lot out. Oh, man. 
I'll send you a link to listen to it later. For surely. Oh boy, I need to learn how to argue like Mace. Mace don't get mad at nothing. But it works. Everybody else just looks start. They start looking crazy because they get more and more mad and they yell louder and louder. And it's like, mm-hmm. I understand that. I acknowledge you're wrong, but I get it. I acknowledge your anger. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the best. That's the middle management way of arguing, but it works. <laughs> You know what? I'm on your side. I don't even know why you're mad. I've been on your side this whole time. But we still need you to come in on Friday. Fuck that shit. I ain't coming in on Friday. <laughs> I recognize that's your day off. And I apologize. Nah, that's a te- that's a call center way of arguing. I apologize mm-hmm. for the inconvenience, sir. I'm right there with you. I understand. I, too, have had my wife come over to the house, cut the phone line in half, tell me to shove one half of the phone up my ass and make a call to Tyrone and tell him to come on and help me get my shit. I understand what you're going through, sir. But we can't dispatch somebody out for your line because you just admitted that the line was broken by your wife. Now, nah, fuck that, son. Fuck that shit, nigga. You know what? <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Yo, rap used to be so good back then, man. <laughs> like when uh, Diddy called up to the locks, and he was like, "Come up to the, come up to the office right now. And we'll talk about it." He was, uh, what's his name? Styles P was like, "Come up to the office. You got the whole National Guard downstairs. You know we can't come up to your office." <laughs> you know what that voice is, though? That's that voice where you get written up on Wednesday for being late to work, and then you go get your paycheck on Friday, and they tell you it's late. <laughs> Hey, it's gonna be gonna need another hour to, I've, to I've, checks written up. The the best one that I've had was where the one for an interview was like, so your interview is at ten uh, thirty. Make sure you're here on time. Make sure you bring two forms of identification. Be ready to do a test. Whoop whoop whoop. I get to the interview at ten o'clock. Because, you know, I'm going to sit downstairs for a while, go up there at 10.15, make sure I'm not late. I go up there at 10.15. I sit there until about 11. I'm like, didn't y'all tell me that the interview started at 11? Well, yeah, but that was different. See, they're in another interview. So what? <laughs> you told me I had to be on time. And I'm trying to be calm. I'm like, you told me I had to be on time for this. So I'm trying to be on time. Why aren't they on time? I apologize. They had another pressing situation, so I'm not pressing. And the calmer that they were, and in my mind, I know, in my mind, I'm like, wait, this is a job interview. Wait, wait. You're too close to the edge. I'm- I bet money that was the whole interview right there. They just want to see you going to pop off or not. If you didn't pop off, you got the job. <laughs> was there was like, no interview. It was like that MTV show breaking point. Uh-huh. If he can bury you for 10 minutes, he's got the job and $1,000. <laughs> Yeah, they just hit. They just uh, gave me a call. It's gonna be another forty-five minutes, but I need you to stay right here. You've already filled everything out. Would you like some more water? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! Oh my god! Uh, I got half a mind to play this again, just because it was that great. Mace talking is great, but hold on, let me break in real quick and do this story really fast. A Georgia man pulled a horrible prank on his co-worker, authority said. Anthony Dunton poured small amounts of Roundup weed killer into his colleague's water bottle on at least four occasions, court documents revealed. The twisted 65-year-old man told the police he didn't want to kill the victim, only mess with him. <laughs> That's not a prank. <laughs> yeah, what the- there's no There's no punchline. Like, like, he's sick. He dead. Yay. We was just playing with Jimmy. 
I love the Jimmy. That was my brother, Jimmy. That's the equivalent of like random glass of somebody's food. You ain't gonna get them right then, but you just keep doing it over and over. That's nah. The target set up a hidden camera after noticing his water tasted strange and foamed when he shook the bottle. <coughs> the camera caught Dunton sneaking off with the bottle on two separate occasions, the warrant showed. He was filmed wiping his fingerprints off the bottle in one of the, in one of the recordings. <laughs> what? Dunton confessed when confronted by cops, authorities said. The co-worker was treated for kidney pain but wasn't seriously hurt. And when the victim took this, the HR, HR was like... We understand, but due to seniority, we're unable to really, we'll, we'll talk to him. We could sit him down and have a talk with him and talk to him about respecting other people's property. No, the nigga tried to kill me. Are you yelling? Are you yelling? <laughs> Are we okay here? Are you yelling? Here, let me give you this paperwork for EOP. They take care of people with anger issues. I don't have anger issues. This nigga tried to kill me. Hold on one moment, please. And you get that whole music while they call security on your ass. I have a man in here yelling at me. I don't know how to deal. Yes, 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 he's, yes, he's black. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, I'll do that right now. Excuse me, sir. Um, I've been asked to tell you that uh, you have a meeting with uh, upper management in 15 minutes and to please bring your security badge. <laughs> what am I to do to try to poison me? We'll talk to him, too. Here's my thing, though. I've never performed a prank while I was worried about crime scene investigations and had to wipe down prints. <laughs> what? This shit is so funny. I got to destroy the evidence. <laughs> Remember that time, nigga? Remember that time I tried to kill you? And so I loaded up the clip. Wait, what? That was a joke, nigga. Them jokes since it didn't kill you. Like, I've never wiped down a water balloon before I threw it. Oh, I'm saying. That is criminal behavior. <laughs> Period. Oh, shit. All I'm saying is this. Any potluck at that office from then on out became very awkward. Who, who made the potato salad? Oh, he did? No, I'm not eating that shit. I'm not eating that shit. I'm cool. I'm cool. Well, that, that's like um the dude who got caught skeeting in this woman's coffee every day. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And I forget, they couldn't convict him because of some weird loophole or some shit. So he, he, kept, he got to keep his job and this woman was sitting there worried about her coffee every goddamn day. Wasn't, um... Wasn't his thing that he liked her or he hated her? It was one of those two just... And th those are only two, though. <laughs> Usually it's one of those two things. I love her to death. I want to be inside her or I hate that bitch. I want to be inside her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to prove how much I love her by skeeting offering her coffee and then offering her the donut with my pubic hair on it. <laughs> <laughs> While playing mini Rippertons inside my love. <laughs> I just want to know, how long was that coffee left alone to make that possible? Hey, hey, hey. Like, what, did he have, like, a jar that he just, like, walked in the office with? Did he, did he run off with... I don't, I don't know how you how you pull that off. He probably did it at home and just poured the plastic bag in there. Like, people put sugar mm -hmm. into a bag at home and then <laughs> pour it in. He probably just... Hey, 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 girl. Hey. 
Hey. I'm so glad I work from home and don't have to deal with people. Hey, girl. You see that game last night? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, girl. You got some cream in that coffee? <laughs> hey. Hi, uh, right, girl. Uh, I'll holler at you at the meeting. Peace. There's not a court that would convict me. I'm telling you right now. I'll, do, I'll, I'll represent myself. Hey. He put Roundup on my water and skeeted in my coffee. <laughs> That's yes, management I'm material right there. <laughs> and I hope he burns in hell. <laughs> the, the best office prank ever. Remember that? Everybody's in the uh, everybody's in the lunchroom talking about April Fool's jokes. And you're like, remember when I put crack in your coffee? <laughs> Everybody else is like putting post-its all over somebody's car. Or some Remember when I rammed your put- car on the freeway and tried to run you off the hill? All I did was put balloons in your cubicle. <laughs> Why did you do this? Hey, remember when I put balloons in your cubicle? Hey, remember when I put post-it notes all over your car? Hey, remember when I cut your brake line? <laughs> <laughs> no. When'd you do that? Just now. Da-da-da! You want to put them jumping cables on your on your uh, office chair? Hey, hey, man! Remember when um, we took your key and locked you out of your own office, and everybody was laughing? Hey, man! Remember when we took the O and the F keys on your keyboard and switched them out? <laughs> hey, man! Remember when I fucked your wife? <laughs> By the way, that O and F key thing would be brilliant. I would love to do that to somebody. <laughs> I have done it to somebody. Oh. That's brilliant. Another thing that you can do on people's keyboards, because yes, I'm an ass, is um, I gotta, I'll gotta. i look and see what it is. But if you hit a three-button combination, you'll flip their screen. Uh. <laughs> their whole screen goes upside down. And I can't remember. I think it's like Control-Alt and Up or something like that. But if you do that, their whole screen flips upside down. And they're just looking at it. Like, it's just, it's, it's like, wow. There was um there used to be a site, I can't think of the name right now, but they had this um uh <clears throat> sabotage section where you can like send people fucked up emails and shit. <laughs> and one of them was like it looked like a regular work email. But when you click the link, like if you had speakers on your shit, as loud as it could possibly be, it was like all anal all the time. Oh. <laughs> In the oh. middle of your office. <laughs> oh. I, every time I would get like laid off from a game, I sent that email immediately. <laughs> That was. Hey, I'm gonna need you. I'm gonna need you to go up to uh, middle <laughs> management and bring your security, <laughs> security badge. badge. I didn't <laughs> even put that there. We're gonna all need you to anal. calm down, sir. This is a family show. <laughs> all oh. anal all the time. One all. of the greatest times I ever had was a prank we did in the military. All right, you know you could, uh, the computers on a network. You could send make a message pop up on the screen. So we had this dude come in. And he was uh, just getting there for a, a night shift. So he had a picture of a female in a bikini on his desktop. So we hit we hit the messenger and we had him. Um, it said, this is unacceptable. This is a uh, in this work environment. Somebody may be offended. Take it down now. So he was cool with it. He found him another little picture, put it up. So we did it about four times. Then he finally just put up a monster truck. And we were like, this is unacceptable. He lost it. <laughs> he was yelling at the screen, it's a monster truck. <laughs> yo, this dude, yo, and then it, we're all trying not to laugh, like trying to be normal. Oh, it was the best. God, I love pulling pranks. We were just they got. Oh, go ahead. I'm not, go for it. Oh, they got me first, though, before he came in. 
I forgot what I had up, but I'm stubborn. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. So then the next message they put was the authorities are on their way. So me, I don't want nobody to see me get arrested or nothing. So I just log out calmly and just walk out slow. So I want to cut them off and just wait outside so they can take me. <laughs> I, I like that. I just love the fact that you knew you did some shit that you were going to get arrested for. <laughs> like this was like this is a legit possibility. Hey, hey. You just you just conceded the whole point and walked outside and waited. <laughs> you just logged off calmly. <laughs> Oh, they got me, dog. They got me. Hey, hey, were y'all coming in there to arrest somebody here? Here. They didn't even mention a charge. They said they're on the way. <laughs> the authorities are on their way. <laughs> and just walk out. Not in front of everybody. We just cut them off. Damn. Okay. You ain't even walking out like, what did I do? You're walking out like, which one did they catch me for? <laughs> I knew that shit was going to come back to bite me in the ass. Damn it. I kept doing this one. This some bullshit. They couldn't even find that one. Yeah, it's probably this one. Yeah. Let's you know there's a story behind the story that they're not telling you about. <laughs> when when you pick them up and you're like, <laughs> when 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 the cops come to pick pick somebody up on cops, my favorite thing is when they say, "What am I under arrest for?" Because they've done so much shit. And the cops <laughs> oh, are like, yeah. "You know what you did," and they're like, you, "No, really." You tell me. You tell me what am I under arrest for? Which one? I've done like several things. I'm not proud of any of them. One time, uh, this guy had a bottle of water in my job. <laughs> he was a fucking Alabama fan, and I was Auburn. I'm just kidding. I'm from Georgia. I was really a Bulldogs fan, and he liked the Rambling Wreck. I'm just kidding. I don't even know who he liked. I just put Roundup in his water because I wanted him to like Roundup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. We went to team buildings and I would fall backwards and he would never catch me after that. I never understood. I always hated that exercise. <laughs> I tried to drop everybody. <laughs> and you know what? I never figured out how people who do that would think about wanting to crowd surf. Like if your own office mates don't want to catch you, I'd be that dude in the crowd surf who would just move out the way, just step to the side real slow and just let you fall. And then it would mm. turn into a mosh pit because we'd be fighting. <laughs> well, did, did you hear about um, what was going with Iggy Azalea? No, I don't deal with him. Yeah, she, <laughs> she. So when she earlier on started, she would do like the whole crowd surfing thing, but she stopped because she kept getting felt up. Oh, oh yeah, but I heard about but, it, but it was the women that were like trying to get fingers in and shit. Oh, really? Yeah. She was like, I can't do that shit no more. I don't, I don't understand the logic in that, but okay. I guess because she fucked up hip hop. I, I, uh, I can't understand. What? Yeah. No. Nope. 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 All I can say in that situation is. Um, Tie your marks. Tie your marks. <laughs> an unidentified man was evicted from his home for stuffing a pastry with his own shit cooking it in the communal oven and then eating it oh yeah he was living in a home provided through a scheme with chapter one a charity providing affordable housing he just fucked it up for everyone right there they're gonna be like this is why we can't have affordable housing in this neighborhood his flatmate was initially so freaked out by his antics that she crashed on a friend's sofa most nights. 
She said he moved in and it was all fine for a month. He was smoking weed in the house, but that was the only problem we had. Smoke weed every day. He was leaving one day and there was an awful smell in the kitchen, so I went and checked it out. I checked in the bin and I opened the oven because he had put some food in there and you could see a pastry filled with poo. I was horrified. I just puked. I was heaving. When he questioned what she was, what he was cooking, he said it was his, quote, magic sauce, end quote. She said it was definitely poo. He took it out and he <laughs> ate it. How could we be expected to cook in that kitchen after that? The spokesman from Chapter 1 said, <clears throat> Chapter 1 is very sorry the woman has experienced this problem. It has been very unfortunate. For the person in question, we have been liaisoning with other statutory organizations regarding his welfare, but are also aware of the impact on the other people in the house. End quote. So wait, can we back up one second? Because uh, here's, here's my big problem with all of this. The article has a big-ass picture of a pastry. With, is this the actual shit pastry that they took a photo of? I was curious, too, because there's cheese in there. And there's a fly on it. But there's cheese in there. And there's a fly on it. But mostly there's cheese. Like, and who puts shit. a shit and cheese sandwich? <laughs> that did looks like a hot wait? rocket. <laughs> hey, did they just wait until a fly finally came? Take that picture now. <laughs> take that, take that, take that. Come on, Diddy, son. They got the, no, they got the one fly that they trained to do this shit. <laughs> it's not really a fly. It's a drone. <laughs> But I mean, if but if that is really it, then I hate my job. If I'm the person who has to hold the shit sandwich while you take pictures of it, <laughs> why can't I take the picture? Why can't I take the picture? I don't want to be this, now. This hold it up to it. your mouth and smile. <laughs> this must be it because the, the the tagline of the photo says there are no words. Oh picture from God. picture from Getty. Oh my God. A shit sandwich that looks like it has cheese, onions, and bell peppers in it. Uh, there, there are certain things where I feel like if I'm if I'm singing, if I have a band and I've been working on my band for years, and I'm suddenly doing like a uh, a, a jingle for like erectile dysfunction, it's time for me to walk away. This I'm not going to be a musician. This isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. If I'm a photographer and I'm down to taking pictures of shit sandwiches, I'm no longer a fucking photographer. <laughs> You're like, that's it? Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm out. You're cool. (laughs) Fuck you, I'm out. why'd you quit photography? You've been doing it for years. I don't understand. I just, I didn't have the picture in my wallet. Like, shit sandwich. I'm out. It wasn't for me. You know what? I'm going to trade school. What are you joining ISIS for? Because of Obama, what are you joining ISIS for? (laughs) (laughs) You go stand next to that guy with the cat issue. What's the smell of a 400 degree? Oh, God. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That smell has to be shitty. (laughs) (laughs) At at least, you know, at least he didn't ask anybody else to eat it. He's making a snack for himself. That is true. That is true. Like, dude from the other story would have, like, brought that to the office. (laughs) Cut it in slices. Put it on a little platter. Put it next to the sperm coffee. <laughs> <laughs> this is my sandwich. You can't have a bite. Oh, man. He goes I'm, to get leftovers the next day. <laughs> you know what, though? Let's be real. Let's be honest with ourselves. That sandwich was likely the shit. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. 
Can I boo you on your own podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, and and you know what? This will probably be the last one. Austrian police had to intervene in an unusual household dispute after an 11 year old boy locked his parents out of their home for in a fit of rage for making him pasta instead of pizza for lunch. <laughs> police were called in to negotiate with the argumentative boy after he took exception to the fact that his mother made him pasta and not pizza. As both of his parents brief- briefly went outside, the child locked the door and refused to let them back in the house. After the hapless parents failed to convince their son to open the door, they called the police to intervene, the local reported. A police officer reportedly negotiated with the child through a balcony door until he gave in and unlocked the door. What I want to point out is that if this was a black person, that would have been an adult. They would not have called him a child in any of these articles. This is fucked up. I'm going to do one better. If this was a black child, it would never got this far. That also is true. He, his ass had been locked out the house. <laughs> it had been a whole different story. It had been a whole different story. The cops would not have been alerted. No. No. There had been a rock through the window. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know the Flintstones where they kick Dino out the house, and Dino goes back in and kicks Fred out the house and locks the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It up. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Where are you going? You, you you think you're joking now, huh? You think you got you you got the juice now, huh? You just locked me out the house. All right. You see your dad over there with that rock in his hand? Guess what, motherfucker? Surprise, motherfucker! Surprise, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> oh oh, you just gonna lock me out the house? What you doing now? Oh oh, you 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 calling Diddy, huh huh huh? Oh okay, now you playing I'll be sure songs, huh? Rescue me? Okay. I see what you're doing there. You ain't funny, little nigga. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. I'm going to ISIS. And even if I didn't want to break my window, I'm not calling the police. Mm-mm. I'm getting a locksmith. Mm-hmm. And there's an extra tip for him to just walk away. Don't don't linger. Just, Get the door just, open. You yep. know what? Just pop the lock for mm-hmm. me and just mm-hmm. go the other opposite direction. You didn't see nothing. Yep. You didn't hear nothing. Can I borrow your boot for a second? I'll I'll be right back. Don't worry. I'm going to wipe the evidence off of it. I've read about this man who was pouring water. (laughs) Oh, man. And again, you know they sent the rookie to go negotiate with an (laughs) 11-year-old. Oh, shit. You know what? Fat Man Wild, spin the beats one more time. This single simulcast. This is the Black David Hasselhoff on the Midnight Storm, and you are now tuned in to Single Simulcast. Yeah. 
I represent Gorilla Feminism Chicago, and I once won a Nobel Peace Prize in Awesomeness, and that is why you should listen to Single Simulcast. Welcome back. We're here on Bad Boy Television, and I'm Trevin Jones, and I've been conversing with the mad rapper. And quite frankly, he's very mad. We're going to try to find out why, so we'll take some questions at this point from our studio audience. Yes, ma'am, please stand and state your name and where you're from. Hi, my name is Shay, and I'm from New Rochelle, and... 
I just don't understand. Why are you so mad? Yeah. Like, what are yeah. you so mad about? Yeah, yeah. You know, yo, you want to know why? Yo, first of all, you can't be asking me no question. I'm saying, who the fuck is you? You know what I'm saying? You can't be asking me no question. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. I'm going to tell you why I'm mad. These niggas is making $500,000 videos. You know what I'm saying? They driving around in hot cars. You know what I'm saying? They got bitches. They got all that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm still living with my moms. You know what I'm saying? That's my word. You know what I'm saying? I'm making records. I ain't made no money yet. I done made. This is my fourth album, yo. This is my fourth album. I ain't made a dime yet. This nigga made one album. He making wild records. That ready to die shit. It was all right. It was all right. You know what I'm saying? That shit was all right. It was cool. But my shit is more John Blaze than that. I got John Blaze shit. And they not recognizing. They not saying I recognize. And fuck is that? Who is you to be asking me questions? I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. Ooh, boy. Single simulcast. <laughs> the summer of no fucks and the summer of love continue. I got Anthony and Shane on here. Fat Man Wilds in the building. We doing it live for y'all. Uh, not really live, though. Um, 916-572-9016. Uh, single simulcast at gmail.com. Forget that yells in the building. Forget that yell.com. Uh, you can check out Shane wherever he's at while he builds up his own podcast, Conglomeracy. Did I just make that word up? Conglomeracy. I'm going to rock with it. I'm going to put that on, uh, on my business cards. I feel like I did. I feel like that's a good one, though. I got a conglomeracy. All right, let's get back into this uh, story of Mason Cameron arguing. We just gone. I switched over to the other video, so it might uh, be a little bit off, but just talk like Mason. You'll get right through it. Three and some of the things that are even going on in Bad Boy and the record labels and, and just people in general. is, is You are intelligent. Man. Yay, Andy! You are intelligent. It took all of these conversations for somebody to actually get it. That's until I have the people voice and I'm in their ear, I have nothing to say to them. If I would come back just preaching to them with them not seeing me for five years, they would run away right. from me. Well, aren't you fearful of your life if you expose something mm. that you're not supposed to? And, I mean, yeah. you're dying out there. Like, they will kill you. Well, actually, I can't be killed. <laughs> Why can't you be Wait. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? First of all, that was the fastest he spoke the entire time. <laughs> that was the most excited he's been. I think he believes it. <laughs> like, that excitement just pushes out the... Like, when my son tells me a lie, I know he's fibbing to me if his voice gets really animated. Like, he starts telling a story. I think he believes that one, though. <laughs> Oh, shit. Why? I can be killed. I mean, just like you have somebody that walk around with all type of protection and guns and police and CIA. Big shout out to G-Unit. I mean, I have, I have, I... Whoa. Is that shade? That was shade. That was unnecessary. <laughs> that was shady boots, as my wife would say. That's straight shade. <laughs> I have, like... Angels all around me. Nothing can happen to me. I don't wear no bulletproof vest. I don't need no police. Can't nobody do that to me. Jim Jones is on the phone. You want to talk? Yeah, I would love to talk to him. Bring him up. If he only knew. Up in the room. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What's up? Nothing much. Mace is here. You want to speak to him? I want, I want, yeah. What's poppin'? Where you at? Right here. Yeah, Jimmy, you're on the line. What's up? You're What's online. Up? You're online. Who talking foolish early this morning? Who talking why, foolish? Why you don't tell the people the truth? <laughs> telling the truth book. about what? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Let's start with the book. You fabricating the book. 
What's hey, fabricated about the book? My man published your money. I don't you owe him some money. You tell him saying people's name all over your book. Second of all, we went on the road with you, yeah, but we left because you wasn't giving us no money, so we went and got money. And right now, we the Scissor Boys, called a billion. You ain't heard? That, I wasn't giving y'all money. That's you on the line, Bethel? Yeah, that's me that's on the line. Yeah, we you, me on the line. We, you, you already know why you left Harlem. R.I.P. Baby Man and R.I.P. Pop Lottie. That's why you left Harlem. You ran up out of there, Bethel. I moved Where's from Harlem before that? that. Did you have a congregation in Atlanta? Did you leave your congregation there, man? Or did no, you sir. No, Which sir. one, Bethel? Because you're saying this to me. I don't care what you say on the radio, but this is me. I know you. I know don't, you too, don't, sir. Don't play. <laughs> <laughs> These are the best comebacks ever. <laughs> I, I understand that you exist, sir. <laughs> I'm aware of your presence in the world, sir. Play with me, brother. Ain't nothing changed. You know, I put you in my goofy category. Off with your goofy. Don't play with me, man. Ain't yeah, fucking Jim Jones and that goofy thing. The goofy <laughs> smacker. What, did, uh, what does that mean? I was going to ask. I, I, I couldn't tell if you were saying goofy, which would have made sense, or goofy. What, goofy. I think that means he's slapping people's hats off their heads. I, I don't know. Yeah, you, know you know the little uh, hat like the Muslims wear? No, yeah, I know the goofy, but I didn't know what... what yeah, what? off, so he'll slap slap you upside your head. Knock that goofy off that head. Boy. I wonder how Muslims <laughs> felt about that. Yo, we was slacking, slapping goofies off everybody's head at school for like two weeks <sighs> after that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jim Jones established a wave of discrimination. Koofy <laughs> <laughs> uh, lives matter. You know, you know how frustrating it is to put your best intimidation game on to be like, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to do you in, but okay. <laughs> you, know, you know how frustrating that has to be? Nigga, I'm going to run up in your house and kill you and your whole family. Okay. We'll be in the house at 930. Come on by. <laughs> I didn't know you knew where I lived. I have chips and salsa. Hey, could you just be quiet when you're coming in? We're watching Frozen. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. God forgive Jimmy. What, what happened with, tell the people what happened with Lottie. Did Lottie... Did, was that one of y'all? No. No. <laughs> no. Did that just happen? Yeah. You know, I put you in my goofy category. Off with your goofy. Don't play with me, man. Ain't nothing changed. God forgive Jimmy. What, what happened? Did they like did they like blank out Jimmy so he could do his bad boy got more money than you can count? Uh, <laughs> like, let's just mute him so I can say, God forgive Jimmy. <laughs> this is best. This is the best period. Single simulcast. What happened with Lottie? Did Lottie escort you out of Harlem before? Who's the, all right, I need to find out. Who's, who's, these, wow. who are these people that were... Who are these Mace went to Atlanta and learned how to shade passively aggressively so great. That, but that is that minister shade. Yes, it is. God, that's that. God bless you. <laughs> that's a, That's the equivalent. That's the past equivalent. You know you fucked up, right? You know you got problems. God bless you. God bless you, brother, and keep you out of my face, nigga. <laughs> <laughs>
bad boys got more money than you can count. I can't get Because <laughs> that was his exact voice. Jesus, please forgive Jimmy. <laughs> oh, man. And Drake was like, yes. They got killed over jewelry? Yeah. <laughs> they got killed over jewelry? Yeah. These niggas got killed over jewelry. They got killed over jewelry? Yeah. I told you it was nonsense. It was sad. <laughs> I was in the corner like this. <laughs> and then I cried. I'm not actually over you jewelry. You the belly. Then they have some money on you back in the day about some, about some chains and... Don't play, man. You Who know what's up, man. Goose Don't play Goody Goody. So somebody... Oh, All right, so wait, Jimmy. So somebody was after Mace. Why are you saying Mace left yeah, they, they got Mace Nobody was after me. Nobody was after me. Nobody was after me. And you know me. what? You need to be nervous to be in Hartman still because I'm here. Feel me? And that's right. I got a meeting early this morning. I'm on the way downtown soon, so I'll be in the area. I hope you got some of them boys with badges or something because I would do it to you, Duke. You dig? Ain't nothing changed, man. I Jimmy. don't like you. You should have not came here and opened your mouth without pants. <laughs> you should have just kept doing your music and, and preaching. Go get a congregation. Smell me? I'm wow. going to be sure the way to Wait, 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 wait. Two things. One, I know nobody was after Mace because somebody would have caught his slow ass really quickly. <laughs> Two, do you realize that Jimmy just said, go get your conjugation? Yes. <laughs> go get your... <laughs> yes. Go get your verbs and your adverbs, nigga. You better get your shit right, nigga. Make sure you got the <laughs> I before the E when you say peace, nigga. And you better bring it to me quickly. Go get your conjugation. Grown man said, Goonie Goo Goo's mad. <laughs> <Right here. laughs> oh, shit. What the hell? Oh, Lord. Whoo. On the way to church? That's wow. my album. I'm going to meet you on the way there. Tell me. And, I, and, and, and you already know what it is, man. Don't I feel like this nigga is falling asleep on the phone. Like, this is like when a dude is talking to that girl on the phone, and it's like at some point you just got to stop and say, you sleep? Nah, I ain't sleep. You sure you ain't sleep? Nah, I ain't sleep. I'm just waiting for you. And then the conversation keeps going, and then you're talking, you like, girl, what I need you to do is I need you to touch yourself through the phone, and you just hear, are you sleep? Nah, I ain't sleep. You sleep? Nah, I'm waiting for you to tell me what to do, boo. I forgive you, sir. You sleep? Nah, I ain't sleep. Ain't nothing funny, man. I put some dentures in your mouth, boy. You smell me? And I'm talking tough. I'm sick and tired of this nigga saying you smell me, though, because that's, that's West Coast. <laughs> That's West Coast. He got to stop stealing E-40 stuff. I know he went down there and talked to the game for a second when he made that original gangster song or Bonafide Gangsters or whatever song. That was a good song, though. That was. Right up on the computer, love. It sound like computer love. That was a good song. I'll just remember what it is. Certified Gangsters. He still ain't allowed to say smell me. Why this nigga always wearing a towel on his head anyway? I do talk tough and I do do tough things. Smell me. Wow, you've you changed. Wait, when you when you when you say I, when he says I do do tough things, does he mean he shits tough? Only tough in things? the back of a cop car. I I do do tough things. I do do tough things. Hey, that Bolts, should be on the nuts, <laughs> chest pieces, barbed wire, nigga, Kool Aid packets, <laughs> nigga. I'll eat a hot dog whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's a whole other kind of threat, sir. <laughs> but I mean, it's all like, yeah, fuck it. Get on the phone with somebody right now and just go off for no reason. <laughs> just about to Remember call last my week? after this. And I just want to do Mace. I'm just going to be Mace every time. I think I every am going to talk like Mace for the rest of the day. I'm going to piss somebody off on purpose just so I can do it. Y'all should do that and then at the end of the day on Facebook, put down how many fights you got into. I bet the person talking like Mace gets in a lot more fights. The person who's talking like Jim Jones, you just look at them like, yeah, nigga, whatever. The person who's talking like Mace, you're like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. God forgive Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga stopped to promote himself. (laughs) No. Oh, this Goonie Goo Goo. Capo status, Jim Jones album in stores. <laughs> okay. That is not acceptable. Okay. And Mace is like, I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if he said that, I would have died. <laughs> I'm gonna illegally download it. Two <laughs> good songs on there, Jimmy. <laughs> the best song on there is on the radio. <laughs> No, actually, honestly, if you if you really try to master it, you literally sound like I bought three copies already. <laughs> it's funny. in my car right now. That is true. That is what Mace is saying. To show love, I bought five copies and gave two of them to Diddy's son. I got a little shuffle and repeat. <laughs> yeah, Jim would have killed him after that. <laughs> I know all the words. I could be your hype man. <laughs> It's on the same day. Wow, August 24th. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, this nigga is just so passive aggressive. I swear. I swear. Mm. This is the Actually, you know, like even in a book, when you write a book, you write things from your perspective. I said what actually I believe to be true to me, you know, even from the things in Harlem, I'd already had a place in the land. Mm. You know, so nobody made me leave. You know what I'm saying? I, I even addressed that in a record. A lot of things happen when people say get killed in Harlem all day, you know, like even when, when a friend of mine named Lottie got killed, it, it really had nothing to do with a chain. A chain was the the end result of the beginning of it. One dude. Wait. What? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Inception. I, I, you know what? You know what? The end result of the, the beginning, beginning of it. it. <laughs> the end result 
of the beginning. Nigga. <sighs> How the fuck does that work? Wait. No, Mace. Okay, Mace. We got cut. My boy Lottie got cut. So that started the problem. It was not a chain that was taken. What started, he got cut. Then a chain was taken. Then he went to get the chain back. And a lot of things that transpired from that. And, you know, I, I took Lottie with me to Atlanta. He got born again. And, mm. I told, and I told him, don't go back to New York. Let's just chill, man. Let's just have a different life. Because, you know, people grow up and people mature, man. It's like what they talking about is nonsense, man. I, I really don't have no time for that. I just want to say from experience that telling folks that you are too mature to beef back with them makes them want to beef back even harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm too grown for this shit. I'm too big. I got I got my... Yeah, I'm on some grown folks business. Y'all want to be out there in them streets beefing? Y'all some... God bless you, Jimmy. God bless you. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. I started looking at um, <clears throat> Facebook on my phone and I literally forgot that Mace was still talking. <laughs> I forgot. I, and you know, it's, it was a comforting, calm. His voice just lulls you into whatever bullshit he's talking about. He's got the NPR voice. Oh, he, he wins. He has an NPR voice. He is black NPR. <laughs> he is BNPR. My name is Mason, and this is what's going on today. Today's stocks went up about five points in the Dow Jones. <laughs> There's a little bit of a cold front coming over New York City. And Jim Jones' <laughs> album comes out on the same day as mine. God <laughs> If you want to hear Jim Jones' album before I do, we've got a donation going on right now. We just need to get... <laughs> we've got a Kickstarter for Jim Jones. <laughs> to buy some of his albums. I saw you behind the scenes just now when we were after the phone call. You yeah. were praying. <laughs> I was praying, praying. Why she bust him out like that though? I know, right? <laughs> Wait, was he praying during the Jim Jones call? She said me after the call you were praying. Hold on. He was praying for Jimmy. You can't hear that between that punk ass overlay, but that is the worst overlay ever. Was, it is. And it's just it's just sad when people don't understand. Cam is on the phone actually now. Shit. <laughs> no. No, I would not. Can we speak privately? <laughs> hey, Cam, can we just meet up at, in Times Square in front of the Toys R Us or something, niggas? Miss <laughs> Jones, Jones, why are you fucking with me now? Pretty much. You know she called him. Uh-huh. Yep. Or else Jim and her called him. Cause she never really hung up on Jim on her cell phone. He just hopped on another line and called into the radio. All right, you got that nigga. Now call Cam. Now call Cam. Yeah, I, w- I, w- I mean, however you would like to talk, I just don't want to talk about no nonsense. You know, like that's a no. <laughs> that is a bona fide no. Would you like to talk to Cam? I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'll talk to him, but I don't really want to talk about no nonsense though. So. I would fight you, but I just got done eating dinner and my kung fu, you know, it's not as good right now as it will be later on. Wanna know 
how people doing, how they family doing. Yo. Good morning. How you doing? Did that nigga really just said, I just want to know how people be doing and how their family be doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just checking. Yo, what up? What up? Yo, I'm just saying, why are you talking about 50000 you was going to split and we was going to Cancun? Like, just tell the truth. Like, I didn't talk about like you, me and you split with 50000 no for Cancun. There was no split money involved. And no, then on top of that, you. you just called me last week and asked to do an album together. You ain't say nothing about that, did you? That's not the question I was uh, asking. All right, you said what's up with you and Cam. <laughs> I actually feel bad for this nigga. Like, <laughs> he's trying to be reasonable. He really is, but I just, I feel really bad for Mace right now, and I never thought I'd say that. Because <laughs> fuck Mace. I mean, seriously, I never understood it, but uh, I mean, ever since that nigga ruined uh, Mo Money, Mo Problems, (laughs) (laughs) now who's hot, who's not, fuck you, get off here, put Biggie back on punk ass shiny suit nigga tell him how you called my phone last week and said you want to do an album with me but you're actually being good people, luck i said the people at sony wanted to do it no, you didn't That's say that you're question. lying See? <laughs> <laughs> cam is like dead that shit i can talk faster than you nigga <laughs> no you didn't you're lying He's like, nigga, I will give you a head start and still beat you to the curb of this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga's like a sensei. He says what he sees what Mace is saying and runs past it to cut him off. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not too lying. You know what Mace needs? Mace needs angry Luther. Real talk. Oh shit. He, he needs an anger translator. Oh, God. This is just the best because you literally heard Cameron before Mace even finished saying Sony. <laughs> nah, nigga, you lying. <laughs> That's why I can't talk to you. You said, let's do an album. You got a deal. We all call it blah, 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 whatever. I'm just not into the like, lies. I'm not into the and crazy. I'm just into the truth. And that's it. Like, you talk about this, you know. I only thing you did, yes, you took me to Big House and you broke out on everybody and left. And that's what you're going to do again. I'm not stupid. Like, that's what you do. You feel me? So I'm just saying, like, just tell the truth. If you're going to talk about something, tell don't talk about 50000 and Cancun and we're going to split it. And you said this is business. None of that occurred. None of that happened. Well, actually, he said that there was $50,000 he was asking you for to appear in the Horse right, and Cabbage video. Me and him never discussed anything. That that's what I said. That, like, that's the only thing he said in there. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm not going to get mad through this whole thing. Like, does Mace get mad? <laughs> I really want somebody to send me a video of Mace being mad. I just want to hear what he sounds like mad. Here's what you have to say. Like, dudes like that, though, when they pop, everybody they goes. Everybody. Everybody goes. Yeah. That is it's, true. It's, it'll be the dude like that steps on his toe after this interview that gets laid. <laughs> It gets crushed. No, here's how Mace would do it. A dude would step on his toe after the interview. Mace would look past him and bitch slap his son. (laughs) (laughs) And then look at the dad till the dad walked away. God bless you. God bless you. 
may have been true. Me and him never had a verbal conversation about any of that. So at the end of the day, my thing mm. is, when you left, we did what we had to do. We got to pop. You come back and say what you want to say and lie about it. Like, you talk about business. Where's the publisher for putting people's name in a book? You put people's name in your book and tell people's business. Like, you don't need, like, people what they business out there. If you want the truth, read your own book. Hmm. How about that? And then wait, wait, like, hold, hold on a second. I read some of your book and they got... Hold on a second. Can, can we establish that you don't get paid for your name being in somebody else's book? I was, I was that's curious. not a thing. I was curious. That's, that's not a thing. I was, that I was really exist. curious because, I mean, does that work? You know how much Think about the encyclopedias we used to have. You know how much money that would cost? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about an encyclopedia in context of talking about Cameron. Come on. Point point taken. But yeah, but no. They, 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 there's no money in being mentioned in a book unless you wrote <laughs> You mentioned my book. name 109 times in that book. Each time you mentioned my name was a, supposed to be supposed to be $1.569. Right. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. You owe me. As soon as I do the math, hashtag math. What the truth, but business is business. Where's my publisher? You can't put people's names and lives and so on and so forth without authorization. You can't offer authorization, 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 mm -hmm. officer. I give you authorization <laughs> to him that nigga up. Can you get so you get sued for that? I guess you can, but I wouldn't take it there because I'm not a chump like that. You feel me? But yeah, I could take it to that point if I want to get my lawyers involved. I can, but you already asked me about that, and I said, Nah, I'm not on it like that. But at the end of the day, you talking business this and business that. I, we made a court. Like, let me tell you something. As far as most, the most business done, we're gonna make 150 million off liquor by December. That's business. All this music and y'all running around, hype to come back and music. No, music is whack. That ain't even no real money. I just do it because I'm nice. <laughs> I, I, I respect that line. I'm about to make $150 million off wine and liquor. I just do music because I'm nice, nigga. There's <laughs> only, only one problem with that. He ain't never made no $150 million off of no wine. And first of all, I don't know who's drinking cam wine. Exactly. That's why this came to mind. What kind of fuckery? <laughs> <laughs> like, really, nigga? When did you make? When? Hey, I believe it was Jay Z who said only niggas moving units. M, pimp juice, and us. Cameron was not in that group, and that's talking music. When it comes to wine, what wine does what? What liquor Actually, did no, Cameron? I'll tell you what that was. That was uh, that was probably um, what's name putting the battery in his back. Um, Dame. Ah. Dame probably put the battery in his back. Told me that whole Armadale thing was about to pop off. Whatever happened to Armadale? Gone. I just thought about that because I just drank some Ciroc yesterday. Right I literally just drank some uh, pink Ciroc yesterday, and it was great. It was like this gummy bear drink. It was awesome. I ain't never had Armadale in my life. That shit sound like a myth. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody tell you to come to their party, look, college students, high schoolers, whatever, if you're listening to this show and somebody tells you, hey, man, you should come past my house for this end of the school year party. It's going to be popping. We got Armadale. Just leave. 
<laughs> they line their asses off. You're going to be sitting there playing Super Mario Kart. Drinking weed be gone. <laughs> hey, why is my water foamy? I forgive you. <laughs> you feel me? So at the end of the day, I just want you mates to sit back and tell the truth, brother. You know, I wish you, you know, the best. All, 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 all I Damn it, he's running past him again. <laughs> y'all, I don't know if y'all missed that, but or, but Cameron started talking after May started talking and still I'm not even talking about not even talking about not even mentioning that. <laughs> Let me just put a glove around your whole conversation and shut you the fuck up. <laughs> We didn't talk about no, no We said that the people at the record company he has a point. Mace did say the rap was the devil, and that's why he walked away from it. And he's rapping. Now that, that old preacher thing ended up being just a big old scam at the end. Because I remember he came, when he can't did come back out, it was back to same old Mace. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was rapping for Jesus or anything. It was just rap. Yeah. 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 I bought that book too. Breathe, stretch, shake, let it go. <laughs> That's why he left the church to put out breathe, stretch, shake. <laughs> Jesus is like, you left me for that? <laughs> you left me for that, bitch? Breathe, stretch, shake, let it go. Me getting paid, that's an oxymoron. No, me being broke. Whatever, fuck Mace. <laughs> when did he say that? Just now, nigga, fuck Mace. And his church, when he, when he does his speeches, rap is the devil and broke devil, I saw it on tape, and you're rapping. It's on tape. Mm. Do you feel that way, that rap is the devil? No. no oh, my God. Sam, <laughs> no, can you hold I'm on a second? Here. Go get Jim Jones out of The reverend's lying up there, man. I wish you the best wow. of luck, though. You have a beautiful career and a beautiful life, baby. Stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, in reality, this is a show. Just listening to old rat beef. It, we really are. This is this is this is this could be a brand new show. You know what? You have a point. I want to be on it. I think we should call it old rat beefs. <laughs> I, I don't know, but that nigga really just deaded it. Like, yo, this one, my album coming out. Yo, yo, this. Stop lying. <laughs> I can't. The way that nigga did that was that was actually smooth as fuck. <laughs> that was really, really trill how he just did that. Yo, check it out. My album coming out this. Jim Jones album coming out Ninja. Stop lying. No. Oh my god. Hey, Sam, can you hold on a second? Go get Jim Jones album. The Romans lying up there, man. I wish you the best wow. of luck, though. You have a beautiful career and a beautiful life, baby. Stop lying. <laughs> That's like when you talking to somebody on the phone and you get that last word in. <laughs> Nigga, you full of shit, click. <laughs> he said the reverend lying up there. <laughs> this, is when, this is when you wish you still had like the old corded phones you can just like slam that bitch. 
<laughs> you walk away. It's like when you get mad at somebody and you try and slam the door, but it got that like hydraulic on the door and it's <laughs> Nigga, you full of shit. You just stand there looking at him. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Hey, Anthony, go ahead and give your shout out, man. Thank you so much. Check go ahead, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. Um, it's your boy, you know, the Black Hawk. Check me out. Just Google Forget That Yo. The name is so crazy, we the only thing to pop up. F-O-G-E-T-D-A-T-Y-O. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Emerge City and across the net on Emerge City. And uh, shout out to Pizza Delivery. Thank you. Real talk. <laughs> Shane, go for it, man. Hey, so yeah, uh... Catch me on Sports Ball, uh, usually on Tuesdays, sometimes on Thursdays, sometimes not at all on uh, Twib FM. Um, currently, we are. Uh, well, actually, see, I'll take, we'll, actually, let me start over. Let me can we can we start that over? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. I'm yeah, gonna say yeah, some yeah. shit that was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me put let me put um, some sort of overlay on it. This is the bomb.com. This is the bomb.com. <laughs> this is the bomb.com. Okay, go ahead. Hey, so yeah, uh, thanks again for having me on. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at Shane Paul Neal. You can Google me. Uh, I write stuff for This Week in Blackness. I'm on Sports Ball on Twib FM. Uh, Google me. I'd pop up here and there. Every now and then I'll throw up a Huffington Post piece as well. Uh, yep. And yeah, had a great time, man. Appreciate it. No worries. Thank you all so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. Again, this single simulcast, Summer of Love, Summer of No Fucks. Thanks for checking us out. Y'all be good. Fat Man Wild, spin the beats. Peace. Once in the box with a plan and no option to go hard, I'm a spaz out. Every day it was different, delivering many sentences, giving you the emphasis of earning the cash out. Taking the chance from moments to feel over the truth of intervals and hoping they don't disclose my doubts. The time for my PSA, gave me my ventilation, hoping my demonstration moving the crowd. Now I'm a big castle, you shitting bricks, I'm shitting castles, releasing more power than Mickey Mantle. Hold the flame like a late candle, represent times a lot of rest, niggas couldn't get a handle. For my squad or what we stand for, underrated individuals sitting in the city, the critical mass, giving haters a sample of lyrical gas, ready to choke them out with every ounce of being legal. Instead, we're dropping the bomb on niggas. This was hella patient and calm on niggas. Now I'm ready to take over for Saddam, y'all niggas. Kill all y'all niggas with every verb in the verse like I'm writing for Jacob Ripper. I'm a strong arm on with tall ass nigga. You know, bitch, stand up for your balls ass nigga. When the phone start, who you gonna call on nigga? Better call somebody who's ready to be gone with you. It's a massacre. I'm only breathing for death. When I inhale, your shit fails. You did it to yourself. You German, every sense of the word developing like a virus, spreading like a part of the sperm. Hoping you notice the focus and taking it where I'm going. While you bitching and moaning, I'm growing. My bitch is emotion. I'm causing corrosion. You acting like you ran up your boat. And if I ain't until I come back, I'm almost probably notice you little bitch. And this is Father Teresa, the greatest black atheist of Father Teresa's wine cellar. And you're listening to the single simulcast.
They say our hope is bound for greatness Well here I stand as a man in a different spot I move because I'm anxious to get away from blankness Suicidal in my mind but still get told that you don't understand what pain is You gotta search for changes We on the bounds of living dangerous We skeptical to help a fool but quick to make one famous Bypass the arts and leave some stars and ones who paint Surprised with the reply we only cry because we patient Stars don't shine without darkness Life is much brighter when you focus on what truly matters Every morning is a chance at a new day So do take your dawn as an entry for a new chapter I'm not a poet, I'm a truth rapper I'm just tired of seeing humble niggas trip and stumble While you hold your stature, cause real people stack So understand my only plan is to be the best of any hearts that I can capture There's no pastor that could pray for me Just like the strokes of a brush I'm opening up to this canvas Cause pain ain't clean, there's nothing foul that you can say to me your conversation with this Jimmy guy's like trying to turn a businessman to slavery. We passionate for passion, get misunderstood mistakenly. Now my passion is anger to those who hate on me. Channeling my humbleness and hunger into bravery. Until the day my kids can smile and say my daddy's slave for me. Am I stupid for seeing my life destructed? Constructed to be the best, but my best resulting in nothing. Providing what I can so they standing above the waters. While I slip into depression regretting what isn't coming. But I pray for it. Even hide away the pain for it Hate to be impatient, but how long I gotta wait for it Faking smiles and being friends all in my face for it Once I get a lump, them same people on a chase for it What happened to our human naturality? Take a village just to raise a man was our mentality Nowadays the man you try to raise is just a casualty Protected by the people, who's the reason for fatalities? Are we stupid for the things we choosing? We dumb or something, man, look what we losing Shit, shit are we stupid for the things we choosing? We dumb or something, man, look what we losing To carry on, my soul approach is always giving thanks For all the things he gives and takes Cause I'm happy just to have a place So my feet are searching for a change I walk an open, lonely plane I can't complain cause it's my own lane I've been blessed to continue breathing Blessed to continue seeing My blessings keep me at rest when my stress is reaching the ceiling My heart will continue bleeding with pens and paper is leaking To show to a safe demeanor from unnecessary feelings Wanna give up every single day, but I can't and to be real. Does that make me any less of a man? I'm struggling with the fear of even taking a chance. But ridicule from my peers makes it hard to advance. 5150's my problem, but it's not in the can. Drinking considerable liquor for the death of my friends. Catching my tears in my blood inside the palm of my hands. I'm crying out. Why my dad dying? Where was my grandpa? Now I'm colder than Omarion's heart. An ice box couldn't handle the freezing temperatures. My character shows the tongues of double-edged sword, I'm told. So you think you're cutting deep and drawing blood, you only stabbing at snow. I'm just a shell of what I used to be. Failure in my history. Grab something better, and to you it's not a mystery. To me, it's just the thought of having other people mention me. is blinded by the obvious causing their own injuries. Contradictory bellies are hella slippery. Snakes in the midst of destruction causing the trickery. I'm opting out my audio's pot and no auxiliary. Doing my work with God because he promised the last victory. And it's meant for me to be a better father Doing right by myself will affect my son and my daughter I'm not a prophecy holder or striving to be a martyr I'm emotionally watching for the watcher But I had to make a song cry Song cry Song cry Yeah, I had to make a song cry Song cry Song cry You know, people don't know what it's like living with depression They feel like it's something you can change at any moment they don't understand that it takes over at any second. We try to make you guys understand the best ways that we can by being patient people. But sometimes that's not enough. What hurts us the most is when we cry for your help, 
denial. You turn away. So it's time for us to speak out and let you know how that feels. I'm Charlie Muscle. Charlie Muscle. And I'm a depressed. I'm a depressed. Single Simulcast. Don't know my name, you say.